Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! Listening to the Rob and Slim Show with Rob. Honey, I touched the kids. Slim. I'm a dirty kid <laughs> Internet radio's finest. I was gonna steal a car, but I'm white. <laughs> Gonna steal it and drive real far, but I'm wide. Uh, now I gotta walk around and I know why. Because I'm white, because I'm white, because I'm white. I was gonna break in your house, but I'm white. I was gonna take your TV and your couch, but I'm white. Now I'm shopping at Ikea, and I know why, why man? Yeah, yeah, cause I'm white, because I'm white, because I'm white I was gonna run from the cops, but I'm white I was gonna run when they told me to stop, but I'm white Now I got a jaywalking ticket, and I know why, yeah, cause I'm white because I'm white, because I'm white. I was gonna smoke some crack, but I'm white. I was gonna throw my life off track, but I'm white. Now I gotta go to college, and I know why. Because I'm white, because I'm white, because I'm white. I was gonna shoot some thugs, Bam. but I'm white. What's up? I was gonna kill them and take their drugs, but I'm white. Now I'm paying for their food stamps, but I know why. Because I'm white, because I'm white, because I'm white. I was gonna drink some Sprite, but I'm white. That's some good shit, man. It's good. A little malt liquor would have also been tight, but I'm white. Now I'm sipping mocha latte, soy on the side. Yeah, cause I'm white, because I'm white, because I'm white. I was gonna rob a bank, but I'm white. Say thanks, but I'm white. Now I gotta work on Wall Street, and I know why. Because I'm white, because I'm white, because I'm white. I got me a real good life, because I'm white. I got me a house, dog, kids, and wife, because I'm white. I cut a tire when I'm 40, and I know why. 
because I'm white, because I'm white. I wrote this song of mine, because I'm white. I'm white, They're gonna call me racist online, because I'm white. And if a black guy beats my ass up, I know why. Because I'm white, because I'm white. La, da, 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 da. Yo, man, you try that new Greek yogurt? Oh, yeah, 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 good shit. That organic shit, oh, man. It's a yeah, good shit, yeah, man. Yeah. I can't wait to invite over them new neighbors, man. Oh, no. Give them some kale chips. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That non-dairy, non-fat oh, skim. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I just got that new Prius, man. You oh, see that shit? This is Summer Smith, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Booyah, boona. God damn it, I love myself. Oh, what's going on? What is up? How was Thanksgiving? Uh, all right, boring. I didn't really do anything. How yeah. about you? Yeah, same. I uh, worked. Yep. Uh, like 6.30 at night. It was all right. It was okay. You worked till 6.30 at night? or you In the evening. Oh, okay. Like 10 to 6.30, I think. It's... Yeah, no, but like it was before the store opened because like I do uh, something where like we we do like uh, online things. So, yeah, it was cool. It was, it's nice always working when there's no one in the store. I think they opened at five. So for like an hour and a half. But I think we were like already in the back doing other stuff at that point. Like we do some stuff in the store and like then we're in the back. So, yeah, I think by that point, we were, yeah, we were just like doing the backroom part of it. So, it was OK, cool. yeah, it was cool. I was um in that uh, mm. three to twelve midnight. And oh, I, I do. Uh, I do retail. Yeah, same. Um, <laughs> and I had to uh, I had to watch a line. I had a Nintendo Switches. Oh, I remember I had to do that. that. I had to watch at that one job. Yeah, doing that. Yeah, and you had to watch like yeah. And it, nobody pass, so. nobody stood in line for these things. I think I had like <sighs> three people that stood in line, <laughs> and then like Fuck. once that line was done, I had like fifteen consoles. I gave out those three, and then I rolled the Nintendo Switches out to the main action alley, and they were gone in like ten minutes. Like not matter even, like, for whoever no, it didn't before? even. There was no reason for me to like the people like, that stood in line got them, got it anyway. Yeah, but they would have got it regardless. They were, yeah, they were <laughs> right, right afterwards. Like, yeah, fucking idiots. They were probably there like all day. For yeah, hours, they, at least. Uh, people get there at like twelve in, in the afternoon. And shit, yeah, I think they showed. Up and shit. I think they showed up at like four. Uh, and the, the sale really cold, though. Sex. I don't think we had too many people outside. But then there's always like people pulling up. Like, are you open? No. Or is like something else? Because like, they have those little other shops in there. You know, is that open? Like, no. Oh, Why is the main okay. store closed? But that gonna be open? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, no. God damn it. We had one one year like a year or two ago that didn't believe. I was outside. They asked if the little thing inside was open. I'm like, no. They didn't believe me. They, like, tried getting in and stuff anyway. So they were like, well, it's just online. I'm like, well, I'm telling you, it's not. It's not open. Like, <laughs> oh, they're crazy. Oh, my God. Fucking Jesus died on The Walking Dead. Jesus fucking That's died. a surprise. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Uh, and it was. It was pretty pretty awesome because, like, uh, he was showboating. He was, like, happy to get out because he was, like, stuck in the kingdom. He was, like, oh, okay. taking over because Maggie's, like, on a leave because she's a bitch. I don't know why she's on was a leave. Was Maggie in charge of the kingdom? Uh, no, Hilltop, I mean, oh, okay. sorry, Hilltop, 
uh, yeah, and then she went on a, a leave because she's being a cunt or something. <laughs> and Jesus is in charge and just like dealing with everybody bitching and just want to get out. So he got the chance to go out, uh, look for uh, uh, Eugene. Okay. Because they found Rosa. She was all fucking freaked out and like almost dead. And like, she's like, yeah, Eugene's still out there, but these walkers are fucking next level. Like, oh. it seemed like they were communicating and shit. Um, so yeah, they go out there, they find Eugene and he's like, let's get the fuck out of here. They're going to follow They're They're, they're coming back every night. They come back every night. Like, so they're all freaking out. And before they get a chance to get out of there, they're on them. They run through like a, a fucking cemetery. That was crazy. And then all of a sudden, yeah, they're on them. Um, they're like stuck in the cemetery trying to get the gate open. And like Michonne shows up because she was, she also, once she heard about it, she went out with uh, the new people that came to town. Okay. And... It should be two Asian chicks. Did they do the One's two an Asian, Asian chick. Okay. One is uh, Magna, a, a, Magna might be one of their names. And uh, yeah. I can't remember the names, but, um, and one's like the deaf chicks translator. And, um, one's like this badass bitch. Um, and then okay. there's like a dude, like a, a music teacher or something. He's really cool. Yeah. I love him. I love him. That's very and similar I to what that group was. I love the actor who's playing him. I can't, I can't think of what else he was in. He was in that Monsters movie, like Delicious Monsters or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Delicious Monsters feast. I don't fucking know <laughs> the fuck the guy's doing, but he's, he's good. Um, so then, yeah, like last minute they come in and like open the gate, but there's still a whole bunch of fucking uh, walkers. So Jesus stays behind to like take him out. He's having fun. He's fucking killing him. He's killing them. Then all yeah. of a sudden he like turns around to do some shit and the dude like just real quick like right in his back like stabs him and he's like don't go where you don't belong and it's one of those whispers it was cards. okay yeah, yeah so it was a walker but it because then all of a sudden because uh uh daryl was with them too like he fucking runs in and just fucking right in the head with the bolt from the crossbow and the thing goes down and then they like pick up like go to pick up uh, whatever to see who he is and like the face comes off and he's wearing the zombie's face it's like dude that's fucking sick yep. so these are those cons um and yeah Oh, Aaron, too, with the fake arm, like, in the fight, because it was him and Jesus for a while, like, holding these things off. And Aaron, with his prosthetic arm, like, throws it in the fucking mouth of a zombie and then, like, stabs it in the head. It's badass. That's like, cool. it's fucking awesome. It's awesome. But, uh, yeah, Negan's out of the cell because he had, like, this fucking uh, tennis ball. He's, like, bounced on the wall. He's got a, a glove and shit, and he's fucking, he's loving it. And, uh, what was it? Uh, then at the end, like, his tennis ball, like, rolled out of the cell, and he, like, tried to reach it, and the cell door, like, I think it was Gabe who was there visiting him. He must have forgot to lock it. Like, the cell door just opens. But I think, like, because it kind of made it seem like that Alexandria, you couldn't see outside. You could see outside his, like, cell window, and it was foggy, but it kind of felt like maybe the um, Whisperers with zombies are, like, marching on Alexandria and the hilltop as well, and probably the kingdom. Like, it did seem like there's something going on besides besides, uh, what was going on in the, uh, in, like, the main story and all. And then I'm thinking, like, fuck... They're doing uh, Rick Grimes movies. Why don't they do like a second coming of Jesus movie? Or like, <laughs> second coming or, like Jesus Rises Again, where Jesus. it's like him and Aaron. Like he's fucking Aaron in the ass in like a uh, uh, back of a tractor trailer and, and shit. And, and they're just having a great time. And then uh, his arm, his, he's fucking him so hard that his prosthetic arm falls off and just like thunks. <laughs> Like, on the bottom of the fucking truck. And then they all get a laugh out of it. And then he starts fisting Aaron with it. And then they all come and they laugh. And then it's good, good fucking... So, is this, like, zombie Jesus? Or is it, like, actual, like, just Jesus... It's just Jesus. He's back yeah, alive. Yeah, he's Jesus. Like he's, he he fucking, he's back alive. Again. Yeah. Yeah. And then it also, like, plays into his dick. Because it's rising. <laughs> 
Or hi, coming, I'm second coming. C-U-M-M-I-N-G. Ooh. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, and then there's oh, a nubbing God. scene, like, after the arm falls off, like, <laughs> Aaron nubs fucking Jesus' ass while Jesus is fisting him, and there's, like, a shitty, like, stomp and, and <laughs> a shit-covered prosthetic arm. It's, it's fucking great. It's great. They love it. It's the best thing they've ever done. That's good. It's the best thing they've yeah, ever seen. That's probably gonna do better than the Rick Grimes trilogy. Fuck yeah. Fuck Rick Grimes. He's done. <laughs> done with that guy. Killed by a fucking horse. I also got up to, uh... Fucking Hank dying in uh, Breaking oh, Bad. Wow. Oh, wow. You're that twins. far. You're at the end. I'm like... Oh, wait. No. Hank dying? Middle of uh, middle of season three. Oh, okay. Yeah, All when right. those twins All were right. coming after him, and I'm like, oh, at okay, least he yeah. killed the one. And then he got the other, and I'm like, fuck yeah. And he died like a man, but like... Yeah, and he was going crazy, and I wanted him gone. He's like, first of all... But I loved when they were in the fucking trailer in the RV, and uh, he was on them. He's like, he's losing it. But he finally, like, tracked down that trailer, and he had them, and fucking... Who fucked that up? Uh, Jesse fucked it up because okay. uh, Walt was going there to take care of shit and fucking, and then uh, who's the other guy? It was Badger there? Somebody was there that like told Jesse like, yeah, Walt's here and he's getting rid of the fucking RV and then Jesse acts like a bitch and freaks out and goes there. Right. And then that's why uh, Hank followed him because Hank was like fucking staking him out. So yeah, mm. then he brings him there like an asshole. Like it's his fucking fault and then he, later he blames it on uh, Walt. But then, I love, they're in there, they like, gotta get rid of him and then Hank's phone rang because uh, uh, was it Walt? Yeah, had Saul fucking have his uh, his secretary with a burner phone call Hank oh, and act like a okay. nurse in the hospital. I was like, y- your wife's in the hospital. So yeah. he had to leave. He's like, oh, my God. Oh that my was God. brutal, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. So good. Uh, uh, my buddy Andrew at work said, like, from this point on, and Ryder agreed with him, it gets, like, amazing. He's like, yeah. they really break bad. Like, they do at the beginning, but, like, this it is It goes just... crazy, yeah. Oh, my God. Season oh my God. three, yeah. Yeah, so season you're... three, episode nine, that was. So Gus is around, or Gustav? I love he's, Gustav. Yeah, Gus oh is my god, amazing guy. Yes, he's, he's my favorite. He's been yeah. around for a bit, a minute. He just set him up with that new lab. I love how he set up that other guy to like get him fired. Like that other guy didn't fuck up or even right. The he's other like, scientist, right? Yeah, there. and I hated oh, him. He was yeah. so nerdy and boring. Yeah. But, oh fuck, fuck yeah, no. But I love that he brought Jesse back in, and I love Jesse being like Jesse being a fucking asshole, like threatening to sue Hank and all, or the cops and all, and then like. I don't know. He's just being a total cunt. Just being a total Jesse, cunt. Jesse, like, fluctuates. There's times where you yeah. just, like, love him, and then other times where you just hate him. Where yeah. It's like, you just gotta die. Somebody just has to kill but you. But still, though, like, everything is Walt's fault. Like, Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, and Walt like, just gets worse and worse. The fucking plane's crashing. Like, yeah, He could have saved that, that daughter, yeah. and, like, yeah, no, he didn't. And then the dad. Like, yeah, no, everybody does make their own choices, but still, they are stemming from some fucking fuck-up of Walt. Oh, like, so you've seen this, the scene, then, where he let fucking Jesse's uh, a girlfriend die, where he's like, yeah. Yeah, the fucking room, the, the and he just up. like sits like, down. Never, but she was a threat. I don't blame him. Like she was yeah. a threat. Same with Hank. I'm like, he's gonna, he's gotta go. He's gotta go. Uh, even Jesse, when Saul was like uh, uh, saying like, oh, we might have to get rid of him. I'm like, yeah, you might, you might. He's a fucking. I would just get rid of him. He's a fucking mess. He's a mess. Mm. I don't know. Even Hank, I'm like, Hank's gotta go. He's losing it. He's fucking like he's getting in a bar fight. He's being a dick to his uh, cop buddy. I love the cop buddy. The uh, the Mexican name? guy, yeah. I, I don't remember his name, but he was an awesome character. Yeah, like, he was, he was great. just being a dick to him. Like, oh, yeah, no, Hank was just out of his fucking mind. But he did. I liked at the end. Like, that was it. He, like, realized and was, like, trying to get help and trying to do the right thing and didn't, like, deny what he did to Jesse, like, losing John. All, and then it's like, he just dies. Like, I knew, I knew, and he went out. I love the, the phone call, too. It was like a saw where whoever was on the other line on the restricted number was like, Two men are coming to kill you in a minute. You have a minute to get out of there. It was like some yeah. oh, shit. It's so good, so good, so fucking good. What uh? I want twelve days of Drizmus. 
I don't know. I want a Christmas Dread song every week. Yeah. From next month, for December. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, you don't want one right now? No. Fuck no. Yeah. Yeah, you want about Thanksgiving? No. Yo, I had the best Thanksgiving. I ate a lot of turkey. Yeah. How about that? Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Oh. Fuck. Maybe you need some math. Maybe you just need some math. Then. You can really, like, take it to the next level. It's Ryder's birthday. Happy mm. belated birthday last week. Happy birthday, Ryder. Day after uh, Thanksgiving. And uh, she got something on uh, Urban Dictionary. I don't know if you want to. Do you I saw that. Yeah, that was Cum amazing. Sponge. Yeah, um, I forgot to mention, like, because after she did the um, the SpongeBob, like right after she uh, she submitted that and it got approved. Yeah, Cum that Sponge. That is awesome. Well, the, Cum uh, Sponge is the sponge. I'm gonna bring it over. There we go. Okay. Is the sponge you keep on your bedside table in preparation for performing the SpongeBob, an act where you shoot your cum on a sponge before wringing it over the girl's head, and then the sentence is, uh, "Hey, girl." I'm gonna be up late for our. I'm gonna be late for our date because I'm preparing my cum sponge for later. <laughs> and oh, that bowl of water! Yeah, I keep it there so my sponge cum sponge is always ready to go. Now I, what does it say? Uh, oh, I then can't that's make another it one. Today, bro. No, I can't make it today, bro. I gotta clean out my cum sponge because I hit my girl with the SpongeBob last night. Fucking <laughs> 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 great! That's Fun amazing. Great. Oh, the tags are hashtag sex, hashtag sex X, hashtag cum, hashtag cum shot, hashtag SpongeBob, hashtag Ryder Reacts. Yes. Fuck yeah. Yeah, and she's Ryder Reacts on on Urban Dictionary. Awesome. That's cool. And then, uh, what was it? We had some cunts. What was the other night? Yeah, that was there. Like, I wanted you to go on Twitter on yours and see if you could find this bitch's Twitter. But we didn't remember to do that. Um, You can see the name in the... Oh, where the fuck... Here's oh, the, I'm um, in the wrong thing. I gotta go to this. Here's your stuff here. Yeah, there's my tweet. So this is the the initial tweet that you tweeted. Can you go to that like one of those screenshots though and find that bitch's name and look her up on your Twitter? Like, are you logged in on Twitter? Um, I'm not. I don't think I am. Ugh. I don't know if I remember my Piece login. Of shit. It was like before uh, Thanksgiving, and it was like uh, Ryder was working, and I always uh, tweet when she's on and shit. So I tweeted like, yeah, I need to relieve some holiday stress. Call for Ryder Dah. Take care of that right now. Or was it that one? Was was uh, there was there was that one? There was also another one where it was like, yeah, um, yeah, that's the wrong one that I put in there. But it was like, uh, yeah, got to deal with your boring wife or girlfriend on Thanksgiving. Like, you deal with that later and call Flirt Rider Doll right now for the best phone sex of your life. And then uh, I don't know what else, some hashtags and shit. Um, and I, I always put her phone number in there and all. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, some so bitch. promoting her, like some that's bitch all- who followed us after um. We had Nadine Merce on. She was a big Walking Dead fan. Like, okay. Huge. Like, only Walking Dead on her fucking Twitter. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to find uh, blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to find her fucking. Because I only got a few screenshots. Like, she insulted. And then she instantly, on that, on that tweet, like, replies, uh, ew, gross, LOL. Like, what the fuck's gross? So I went at her. I went at her hard. I forget yeah. what I said. I forget what I said. Because, like, originally. Because um, she blocked me, so I can't the, really look The up. way that comes off is that you're insulting Ryder and yeah. what Ryder does. That's yeah. the first thing I yep. thought. Yeah. And so I, had even said, I, I had even said to you, I, I, I didn't even like see the full story. I was just like, here's another person oh. that insulted Ryder. And then 
became the victim when you yeah. guys came back at her for yeah, the assault. Yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah, we went back and forth at her for a while. Uh, like, after hours, she was finally like, oh, no, I meant it towards me, like, to me, towards Rob, the Robin Slim show. Well, then, uh, because it's putting that, women down. Like, but, yeah. you have no context there. You can't just be like, ill, said gross. That. I said, you could have said that, but you so eloquently put it like a nine-year-old, ill, gross, LOL, and I quoted that. Like, I said, you're, you're an idiot. She's yeah. Like, and then, uh, so, uh, yeah, though, then we these. ended up blocking her. <laughs> And then um, go to the one with the picture first. Or, yeah, I guess that, yeah. Is there the one with the where she puts the timestamp on it, too? There's one. Oh, no, yeah, go to the one with the picture. It's the second yeah, it's one, this that. one right here. That's the okay. first thing I saw after that. Because, like, we blocked her. And then the next day, you know, you got to go back and see if this bitch is talking shit. And she was. Uh, at 2.46 a.m. I was just severely attacked. Can everyone see this piece of shit? Uh, at home? Um, I just... Just so you can see. Uh, I was just severely attacked. I was called a stupid wife or girlfriend because that's what it was. I'm like, oh, yeah, she's probably one of these stupid wives or girlfriends. <laughs> that, like, their husband's calling you, right? I'm like, that's amazing. Um, I was just called a stupid wife or girlfriend that For no one wants. insulting somebody. Yeah. Let's just make yes. sure. And I was called a stupid cunt because Ryder called her a cunt because she was being a fucking cunt. Cunt, yeah. Um, that got offended over a phone sex post joking about being bored with your partner and calling for phone sex. I'm having a panic attack. And then she puts these pictures. Like, I thought she was, like, mocking us at first. No, this is her, like, that's just making funny faces. It's like, yeah, that just like, oh, she's disgusting too. Yeah, I could do that. Like, like it's like, what? Like, you look like you're taking a shit. Yeah, like, like no, you're straining to like... take a shit. Like you dummy, you're fucking, you're out of your mind. Yeah, uh, no, you're a, you're a fucking victim. Even uh, Songbird Ren, sweet Songbird Ren on Twitter, she was like, uh, uh, yeah, no, let's not forget that you called my friend gross. Like, yeah. And then, uh, and then, so we went back on, and then we unblocked her and started tweeting more at her. And I forget like everything, but uh. Why are you doing this to me? I cried myself to sleep last night when oh I my God. when I've been having panic attacks all day. I was afraid to get come back on here, and this is why. Why would you say this isn't going to get me closer to Andy? And what kind of comment is that? Because Ryder was like, "Don't worry, no matter what you do here, Andy, uh, uh, Andrew Lincoln isn't gonna fuck you." She's not because she started tweeting too, like that. Um, is this the one? Um, I'm afraid that they're telling people I've become close to that I said nasty things. I hope she thought we were gonna like get ring, her into ring, shit with yeah, we're gonna dead we're people. gonna ring all the Walking Dead people and be like, yeah, you no. know, <laughs> no, I, I first of all, like, do I want to message anyone? No, like, I, I I'll come at you, but I'm not gonna start messaging uh, people. Like, we'll bring fucking, it up to Steve Coulter I, later. I even no. said like, why are you so <laughs> paranoid? Why are you so paranoid? Songbird Ren too tweeted, I think, with one of this one too, like. Uh, you obviously need help, and it's not going to come from a yeah. show that you're obsessed with. From these people, they're not—they're not doing shit for you. Uh, Ryder said something else too. So much, so much. I can't remember. Like I said, I wish I had more screenshots. But um, oh yeah, too. Uh, then at one point she got real. She started screaming at us. Like she got real Ooh. bold. Uh, you called me cunt and blah blah blah, and you called me um, and you said I was a piece of shit wife. And uh, I was keeping it fun. I said, LOL. So I said, oh, yeah. So if Ryder called you a cunt and then put LOL, and I said, you were a boring piece of shit wife, it said LOL. It would have <laughs> just be okay. been fine. That would have just yeah. been a bunch of laughs. No, you insulted somebody. Either way, just putting LOL isn't going to fix it. Is that the one uh, right the, here? What was the last one? one? Uh, that was... No, that was the one you went on. What the was one the one on top of that? that? Okay. Um, no, there's one more, I think, unless I put one in there twice. There Let was one see. more, I thought. Yeah, go to the very first one, maybe. Um. Yeah, no, did I put that in there twice? Yeah, I must have put one in there twice. But yeah, no, there was just so much bullshit. Someone, and then she ended up blocking us. Because then the last thing she tweeted was like, I don't even know if I'm going to make it through tonight. And I was like, you are a creep. Goodbye. 
and I was gonna block her. And Ryder's like, "Don't, don't pin this on us." Like Jack's all yeah, suicidal and shit. Exactly. No, you started some shit. I always love too, like you said. I think, uh, and I said it too. Like, yeah, people start shit, and then you go with them, and then yeah, they're, they're a victim. They're you're victim, an yeah. asshole. Like you're, you're this biggest piece of shit. She even quoted my tweet and shared it to her 100 whatever followers. <laughs> and look at this. This is putting women down and blah blah. Like fuck you, bitch. First of all. Even just saying that is something Ryder says to her clients. Even yeah. in her profile, even in her bio on Twitter, it says, like, hotter than your wife or girlfriend. Like, yeah, that's one of her angles. Like, it's nothing wrong with that. She even said, like, you're just fucking with me trying to work here. Like, and it really, again, like, why do people, I said you could have you could have unfollowed or blocked us. Mm-hmm. Um, You didn't have to, You or, or uh, yeah, unfollowed or blocked. You didn't have to, like, comment, you fucking piece of shit. Um, two, what was the other thing? Oh, she was so insistent that she didn't follow me. Because when I originally blocked her, if I, like, if I blocked you. Yeah. And then I blocked you. It would it would kick you into not following me. She was so insistent that she didn't follow me. She's like somebody must have retweeted this and I must have I must have um I must have seen it in my thread and me and Ryder were both like no. And we both wished we had gotten screenshots from before uh-huh. I blocked her. But then I ended up going on my app because I have an unfollow app and it showed that she unfollowed. That she, so she was following. So you. She I, had to be following. You I put a screenshot of that up and I'm like, oh, so why is this in my unfollow app? And that's when she <laughs> totally lost it. That's when she got all bold yeah. and like, oh, you you called me a cunt. And blah, blah. Like, fuck, you were a cunt. Don't be a cunt then. You won't be a cunt. And I cunt. hate... I hate people use fucking like mental illness as an oh, excuse. Anxiety. Like, oh, panic. Anxiety. Oh. I'm having a panic attack. Are you fucking retarded? Just so go on the internet then. Just <laughs> yeah. block it, like you said. Like I still no. want to know too. Like, like go to it too. Go to it because like on her post, it's like it's it's like a young asshole and an old bitch asshole. Like I don't know. What, I don't know who's what. I don't know whose Twitter it is because some posts oh, are yeah. with pictures of the one. Supposed are they lesbians? Are they mother daughter? I don't know. Are they sharing a Twitter? Like, well, it has one person, it's, it's the weirdest fucking thing. The weirdest fucking thing. Fuck you. And it's just like, because cause the, the whole anxiety thing is like, oh, people are going to feel bad for me if I say I'm having anxiety. Oh, there were people. Like, Do you see you. the one? There's one on there with like, uh, there is I one with like. I see her uh, thanking someone. Yeah, that, but... I must have not gotten that either. Yeah, somebody's like, you don't need this. But the best was like, when I went on after we unblocked her and we were putting something on there. Um, they weren't even chiming in at all, but Ren was, and I think Dave Hodge was starting because he was starting to like shit. I think that's Dave warming up. <laughs> Dave to like, Hodge wind up. Just, yeah, we were like loving it. <laughs> all right, let me get my finger ready here. She blocked us liking. like right before, like as he started liking shit, she blocked <laughs> us because he was liking her posts. Like, and you could tell it was like him mocking her. There was one other too where she just like acted like it was one of those. She was like, this other girl just jumped in and Ryder tweeted. She's like, I, hello, I'm the other girl. It's a tweet yeah. regarding me. It's not like I just saw this and jumped on you, like, to, to be mean. No, you were being an asshole. And the thing is, is, like, there's better, like, if you were offended by that, obviously, I think you should just ignore it and block whatever. Yeah, Move on with just your unfollow. life. But, yeah. but if you were that concerned, instead of just making some shitty comment, she could, if she was following you, she could have DM'd you and been like, hey, is this. You know, does this mean this? And you could have been like, no, I'm just promoting my friend. She even and said what in the one thing, yeah, like making it. a joke. Yeah, so you understand I made a joke, but you had to yeah. fucking, you had to fucking cause a scene, you dumb fucking piece of shit. So, yeah, it, it's also like clearly you're trying to get attention when you comment. Yeah. Like that. Like, yeah. there, there's a difference again. Like, if she, oh my God, DM'd I wish you, you could go different. to her profile too, because in her like banner picture, like, we can't tell. We think it's like she's at like a convention or something. One of the, like, it's both of those fucking bitches. One of them is with uh, Daryl, who plays him. Uh, 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 I forget. From uh, Daryl. Daryl plays uh, Daryl. 
from the uh, the Boondock Saints, uh, whatever that guy is. He's amazing. Yeah. Um, and then she, one of them was with Andrew Lincoln, but it looks like it looks like it may have really been Daryl, like that actor. But whoever is, it looks like a cardboard cut of it. Yeah, Andrew Lincoln like swinging a lasso, and, and, and like yeah, there's uh, a bullet coming out of his gun. Yeah, I yeah, really don't no. think that was going down in the fucking at the <laughs> cardboard cut out comic. Either that or it was just a really yeah. good cosplay of uh, Andrew Lincoln. Yeah, I don't know. Rhymes. I don't know. Like it's yeah. <laughs> It's like an action shot. He's like midair jumping and like clicking his heels together. <laughs> I don't know what it was. But yeah, no, it He's obviously wasn't his real. Heels together. Yeah. Fuck, we're going on break. All right. We'll be back. <laughs> hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, and need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night, or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on riderdoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on riderdoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. <laughs> are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. This, 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 this is Hollywood actor Steve Coulter. Uh, uh, and I'm appearing with the delightful scumbags, uh, Rob and Slim. Rob's the old one. Is Rob the old one? Yes. Yes. Rob's the old one. <laughs> <laughs> He's like 75. How did you meet the boys? Did you just go by a school one day? I was, I was, at, the, I was at the bus stop. <laughs> we, we all met when me and Slambo were in seventh grade. I had a lot of candy, Steve. <laughs> he had Pokemon cards. Yeah. He, he learned us in. Did you have a puppy? Oh, I have a quick story. The box you. had three. Three puppies, but my dick was inside. <laughs> gotta, give, uh, gotta go uh, to... Did you watch it? The Merry Prankster? Uh, live at the Autobahn? Oh, no. Son of a uh, bitch. I watched some of it. It was so good. So good. Uh, it's her Pranksgiving concert she did. And it was so great. So great. Awesome. She's still rocking, and uh, oh, the crowds are so into it and all. So That's it really great. cool. It was great. Well, was congrats great. to Mary. That's she just, awesome. Yeah, came back and did that uh, concert and all. I don't know if she's doing another... Was that like a surprise pop up? Or just, yeah, she just been... popped up out of like years. She hadn't been around. That's why it was so cool when like we connected with her and had her on. Like she had just been planning. She couldn't even talk about it when 
So she came okay. on, but yeah, she was planning that comeback like concert and all. So yeah, go Vimeo. Go to Vimeo and find the Mary Prankster video and definitely pick it up. It's like, I think five bucks and it's like a two hour concert or something. That's amazing. She kept her word then because I remember her telling you that she's going to tell you like when she can talk about it. Yeah, yeah. She had originally thought she was going to be able to for that and just, just wasn't able to. But yeah, definitely go pick that up on Vimeo. It's fucking awesome. It's awesome. Uh, you ready? You better yeah. not say it with the ER, you piece of shit. Just gets racist. Yeah, yeah I am racist. I love the blacks. Yeah. Do they love you? Yeah. Yeah, they like Drez. You rap better than us. Yeah. What? Yeah, they tell me that all the time. Who? The blacks. Yeah. And now it's time for Drez Sings the Hits. Party up, DMX. Woo! You are gone. Make me lose my mind. Up in here, up in here. You are gone. Make me go all out. Up in here, up in here. You are gone. Make me act a fool. Up in here, up in here. You are gone. Make me lose my cool. Up in here, up in here. If you got, got a bring it to your cowards then it's gonna be quick I all you men up in the jail before suck my dick all the mother cats you run with get down with dumb quick how the fuck you gonna cross the dog with some bum shit I they're gonna gun the click 911 shit all over some dumb shit ain't that some shit Yo niggas, remind me of strip club, cause every time you come around, it's like, what? I just gotta go get my dick sucked. And I, and I don't know who the fuck you think you're talking to, but I'm not him. I eat slim, so watch what you do, or you're gonna find yourself buried next to someone else. And we all thought you loved yourself. But that couldn't have been the issue. Or maybe they just saying that. Not because they miss you. Shit a nigga tried to diss you. That's why you lying on your back. Looking at the roof of the church. Preacher telling the truth. And it hurts. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Up in here. Up in here. Y'all gonna make me go all out. Up in here. Up in here. Y'all gonna make me act a fool up in here, up in here. Y'all gonna make me lose my cool up in here, up in here. Off the chain, I leave niggas soft in the brain. Cause niggas still want the fame of the name. First of all, you ain't rapped long enough to be fucking with me. And you, you ain't strong enough. So whatever it is you puffing on, that got you think that you Superman, I got the kryptonite. Should I smack him with my dick and the mic? Y'all niggas is characters, not even good actors. What's gonna be the outcome? Hmm, let's add up all the factors. You whack, you're twisted. Your girl's a hoe, you're broke. The kid ain't yours. And everybody know 
Your old man say you're stupid. You'd be like, so? I love my... I love my baby mother. I never let her go. I'm tired of weak-ass niggas within overpuss that don't belong to them. Fuck is wrong with them. They fuck it up for real niggas. Like my mans and them who get it on on the strength of the hands with them. Man, y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here, up in here. Y'all gonna make me go all out up in here, up in here. Y'all gonna make me act a fool up in here, up in here. Y'all gonna make me lose my cool up in here, up in here. I bring down rain so heavy, it curse the head. No more talking. Put him in the dirt instead. You keep walking, lest you trying to end up red. Cause if I end up fed, y'all end up dead. Cause you a soft type nigga. Fuck up north type nigga. Puss like a soft white nigga. Dog is a dog. Blood thicker than water. We done. Been through the mud and we quick to slaughter. The bigger the order, the more guns we brought out. We run up in there. Everybody come out. Don't nobody run out. Stun in the sun now. I'm gonna keep the gun out. Nigga run in his mouth. I'ma blow his lung out. Listen, y'all ass is about me missing. You know who gonna find you? Who some old man fishing? Grandma wishing your soul's at rest. But it's hard to digest with the size of a hole in your chest. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Up in here, up in here. Y'all make me go all out. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gonna make me act a fool Up in here, up in here Y'all gonna make me lose my cool Up in here, up in here One, two, meet me outside Meet me outside Meet me outside All my rough ride is gonna meet me outside Meet me outside Meet me outside All my big ball is gonna meet me outside Meet me outside Meet me outside All my fly ladies gonna meet me outside Meet me outside. Meet me outside. All my street street peoples, meet me outside. Meet me outside. Meet me outside, motherfuckers. Just got you all bunching again. Bouncing again. Bouncing, bouncing again. Dark Mandra's got you bouncing again. Bouncing again. Bouncing, bouncing, bouncing again. Drid's beats got you all bouncing again. Bouncing again. Bouncing, bouncing, bouncing again. Rough Riders got you all bouncing again. Bouncing again. Bouncing, bouncing again. Dark Man keep you bouncing again. Bouncing again. Bouncing again. <laughs> bouncing again. Dark Man keep you bouncing again. Bouncing again. All my streets there bouncing again. Dreads, dreads, beats. We bouncing again. <laughs> bouncing again. And we bouncing again. Double Dreads, keep it coming. Ain't nothing y'all. Ain't nothing y'all can do now. Yeah. Yeah, y'all was good. <laughs> that was a long. <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. It's good. It's good. Where's too many rapes? 
Oh, God complex. Too many rapes. All right. I forgot to say, last week it was CJ Creech who voiced the Amish Comet. That was awesome. Last, cool. Not last week, last show. Okay. <clears throat> this one, uh, Jody B. Jody B. from Po' Boys Podcast. Voices God. Of All course, right. writer at Flirt Rider Doll, uh, at Spicoli TV, and uh, at Gurpod, G-R-R-P-O-D, Gareth, uh, Gareth Stranded Ramblings. Y'all went dreads. Yeah. You don't have a Twitter, asshole. Yeah, I got a Facebook. <laughs> yeah. yeah, do you even log into it? Yeah, all the fucking time, man. How else am I going to answer all my fan ma- mails and stuff? All right. Find out about that. We're ready. You ready? You got it? Mm-hmm. Cool. Too many rapes. Hey, guys. You know I love you, man, but... It's my shit Hold on, I'm going to restart it. Yeah, I lowered it for things. I always forget that. Because I think the volume raises on its own with this. But All right, here we go. Hey guys, you know I love you, man, but you know what? <sighs> you get me to say some fucked up shit, man. <laughs> and don't start with a whole, it's only because I know you'll say it properly shit, okay? I know that's true, but you know. You know. <laughs> Alright, here we go. <clears throat> Captain Tube Stakes. The next crystal appears to be floating in a star cluster named Globule B-335. Do you think it's a trap? Uh, I wouldn't worry about it, doll. Even if it is, we're not going to be anywhere near it. Just send those fucking losers there. I have a globule built up and I need to get it out. Fuck yeah, baby. I'll get these losers out of here before you can say... That's too many rapes. Lost in rapes. After decimating up the Too Many Rapes Penitentiary, the city of Rapesville, and the entire planet Earth, a giant beam of light shot Frankie Tube Stakes, Doc Rapenstein, Brian Rioni, The Driz, The Warden, Daxter Coxman, and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Gerbils up into a UFO, hovering above where the planet once stood. This is their one and only chance to fix everything. They are... Lost in Rapes. Too Many Rapes is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Inside the Rape Force shuttle, the crew contemplates the current mission. Yo, y'all motherfuckers. This shit is going to be easier than Brian at a gay pride parade. That motherfucking crystal is just floating in space. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be too sure of that, Phantom Boner. Sometimes, things just aren't as easy as they seem. Do you mean like when a clown fingers you in a circus tent? Or when your dad cuts a hole in your underoos and fucks your asshole? Yeah. 
Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Or, like when you fucked Brian and he had razor blades in his asshole, remember that? And it cut your cock right off, man? Yeah. Yo, that ain't funny, motherfucker. That shit hurt like a motherfucker. I'm gonna fuck that piece of shit up right now. Yeah. Phantom Boner, if you don't calm down, I'm gonna have to tranquilize and rape you, bitch. Okay, Doc. That piece of shit gerbil got me all worked up, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go again. It's everyone else's fault why you're such a fuck-up, right? Whose fault is it that you chopped up and snorted all the trilithium crystals, dickless? Yeah, what? Just like it's the heroine's fault, you got in an accident and raped all the first responders? Yeah. <laughs> Phantom Boner and Brian argued for the rest of the trip to Globule B-335. Daxter considering tranquilizing them both, but only had enough for one person. He also thought about self-destructing the shuttle but opted to shoot the tranquilizer into his own veins, he figured, fuck it, why not sleep for the mission? The shuttle finally reached the star cluster and approached the floating crystal when a mysterious voice spoke to them. Greetings, Raid Force. I am God. It has been a long time since anyone has come to see me. Yeah, we ain't here to see you, dickhead. We're here for that crystal. Yeah. Then take it, my child. I always help those who help themselves. Yo, I will help myself, bitch. How about you grant me a wish, too? You owe me for letting that clown finger me, my dad rape me, and for letting my dick get cut off. Yeah. You have to forgive the people who have wronged you, my son. But I guess I can grant your team one wish if you beat me in a rap battle. You better not fuck this up, asshole. If we get this wish, we can wish the Earth back like nothing ever happened. Yo, shut the fuck up, bitch. I got this. Yeah. Yo. What? You fucking created the world? You created Adam and Eve? Yeah. And then some fucking snake came and gave him an apple and they didn't fucking listen to you because you suck, God. Yeah, you fucking suck. Look, I got fingered by a clown because you fucking suck. My dad fucked me in the asshole because you fucking suck. You suck a big dick, God. You suck the biggest dick in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, God. You fucking suck. Yeah. Yo, it's your turn, bitch. Go. Yeah. Yo, my name is God. I like to eat cod. And every now and then I like to bark like a dog, bitch. Yo, you suck, God. Now give me my wish. Yeah. God, admitting defeat, granted Phantom Boner his wish. A bright light glowed out of his crotch, and he ripped off his lightning bolt-covered leggings, flashing the rest of the team the most glorious, floppiest, thickest cock any of them had ever seen. He proceeded to spin it in a helicopter fashion while screaming at the top of his lungs for 15 minutes. When he finally reached near exhaustion, he stopped and said, Yo, I hope next week we go to hell so I can rape Satan. 
Yeah, I'm gonna fucking rap that one too. Yeah. That's too many rapes. Yeah. Yeah, what's up? What's up, everybody? This is the fucking Driz, and I gotta tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something so fucking amazing that it's gonna make your head explode. It's gonna explode. There's gonna be pieces of brain everywhere. If you had a brain, you probably don't really have a brain, so there's just gonna be pieces of skull everywhere. You know what? I just got my dick back. Yeah, I just got my dick back. I'm gonna go to hell. I'm gonna rape Satan. I'm gonna rape Hitler. Yeah, then I'm gonna go to heaven, and I'm gonna rape God again. Yeah, cause I just raped him in a rap battle, but I'm gonna rape him with my big dick he gave me. That will fucking teach you, God. Yeah, that's gonna teach you for giving the Driz what he wants. You're gonna get fucking raped in the mouth, and the ass, yeah. And in the fucking skull, I'm gonna skull fuck God, yeah. And the next one, this is the one, yeah, okay. <clears throat> Worst thing is I can hear like the three-year-old playing next door and I've got to say this line. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Well, yeah, or like when you fucked Brian and had razor blades in your asshole, and, and he had razor blades. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the whole fart noise. Ah, that was great. Oh, that was great. That was, that was like a turning point. Like the juice got his dick back. I feel like yeah, that was awesome. He just said he's gonna go skull fuck. That was God. mage. That was mage. <laughs> it's only uphill from there. Right. Ugh. <laughs> Holy fuck. God damn. Just looking real quick to see if there's any other... Anything else in the notes? No, nothing really. That was everything. Alright, I guess we're going on break. And we'll be back with Drizzle News. Drizzle yeah. fucking news. Let's see. Where's the break stuff? Blah, 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 blah. Here we go. Hey, it's Ryder. Your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time... You had a girl down on her knees worshipping your fucking perfect cock. Over on Night Flirt, my friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill. So you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at FlirtRiderDoll and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes for you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams. This is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Road Kills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. Road Kills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting. For you. Enjoy the ride.
This, this is Barack Obama, and you are listening to the Rob and Slim Show. She's your kind of broad. Fuck. So Driz yeah. is kind of bitch. Yeah, those are some fucking colorful eyes. Yeah. <sighs> is that what you go for in a girl? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Y'all like fucking rainbows in your eyes. <laughs> That's what you need Driz track. That's what you need Driz track later. Rainbows, rainbows in your, your eyes. eyes. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. About your uh, meth-addicted girlfriend. <laughs> All right, let's get some drinks. Let's get some drinks poured and get the drizzle mirrors. Fucking rocking. All right. Ooga booga. All right, I'm going to make sure everyone sees these too because that's ridiculous. <laughs> Oregon woman busted with meth, handgun, and a throwing star yeah, for the win. Y'all see a fucking ninja. Yeah, with rainbows in her eyes. And Oregon yeah. woman is behind bars after she was busted with a large amount of meth, a handgun, a knife, and a throwing star, official said. Yeah. Kathleena Tess, 22, pulled over around 9 p.m. Saturday in Aloha after she was seen uh, leaving a known drug house. The Washington County Sheriff's Office said in a statement, Have you ever drizzled at a drug house, Riz? Yeah, I try to stay away from drug houses. That's gonna fuck with my image. Yeah. In addition to a large quantity of methamphetamine, Miss Test was in possession of a handgun and a restricted weapons official said. A photo shared on the sheriff's social media pages showed Tess with her a plastic bag that appeared to contain drugs, a large knife, a handgun, a cell phone, and an undisclosed amount of money and a throwing star. <laughs> Yeah, when you, mess, when you mess with the bullet, you just use the throwing star. Yeah. Fuck yeah, three others. Daniel Markham, 22. Anthony Smith, 33. And Patrick Danielle, 28, were also arrested. Yeah. Tesla was charged with delivering meth, being a felon with a gun, being a felon with a restricted weapon, and a warrant for parole for violation. The other three men were given a variety of charges, including heroin possession and uh, parole violations. You ever violated parole, Driz? Yeah, no, I never done that, but the only reason why she had the throwing star is because she was gonna come over later and put the throwing star in my ass. Yeah, I'm into that. Is that one of your fetishes, Driz? Yeah, yeah, I like throwing stars in my ass. Is that when yeah. you come everywhere? Yeah. So you drizzle the real Driz? Yeah, that's when you bring out the real Driz. Yeah. <laughs> Why does she have a throwing star? Why wouldn't she? Why would you have to have at least one throwing star? Yeah. Cotton candy mistaken as meth puts a woman in jail for months. Yeah, that fucking pink meth is strong shit. A Monroe County woman who was stopped for darkly tinted windows on New Year's Eve in 2016 spent nearly four months in jail after a roadside drug test falsely labeling a bag of cotton candy as methamphetamine. <laughs> it's meth night on Drizzle News. Now she's suing the country, the deputies that arrested her, and the company that manufactured the roadside drug test for the win. You think she's gonna win a lot of money, Vantress? Yeah, I think she is. Those fucking deputies are dumb as a pile of shit. Like, I think how you did they not that know? Bitch. I think you should yeah. fuck that bitch and get all that money. Yeah. You're not doing too well over at Trizzlebees. Yeah, I'm doing great at Trizzlebees. Hey, the way down. What you're talking about. Fucking stop slandering me. They said the results from the roadside kit came back positive, Fincher said. Who the fuck is Fincher? Monroe deputies. Cody Maples and Alan Henderson arrested Fincher. <laughs> she was charged with meth, 
trafficking, possessing, and intent oh, to distribute. Man. Yeah, why? What else did you charge with? The Dude. judge uh, set a bond at one million, according to the lawsuit. Fincher remained in jail. Oh, that was a bitch, Fincher, for nearly four months because you couldn't pay the cash bond in 2017 of March. 2017, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation lab test came in, stating the substance in the bag was not a legal drug and there was no controlled substance confirmed in the sample. All charges were dropped in April 2017 for the win. Y'all, I don't know so much. She had cotton candy with her. She had a grown fucking woman. My grown daughter woman had a miscarriage. Candy. I wasn't there mm. for that. I was in jail. My twin grandsons were born and I missed that. Fuck the state. I'm suing. Yeah, well, that's why you shouldn't eat candy, you fat cunt. That makes you miss miscarriages. Mm. You're right, Chris? Yeah. Oh my god, that's some sad shit to miss that miscarriage. She could have that miscarriage drizzles. Were you ever drizzled on a miscarriage? Yeah. One woman was arrested after driving home from work after an officer accused her of smoking marijuana. She spent the night in jail and her alcohol service permit revoked. And then four months later, they dropped the charges against her blood. I think some shady shit's going down there. Yeah, these police fucking suck at their job. It's just apple juice. Yeah. Yeah, apple juice for the win. Yeah. Apple juice and cotton candy for meth. Yeah, I like apple juice. Who doesn't? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. Mm. <laughs> some good... News. <laughs> All right. Yo, that guy looks fast. <laughs> Alleged thief tries to escape cop. Gets pinned by car he was driving. He ain't a good driver if he's outside of it, right, Tris? <laughs> Yo, stay in the car when you drive, right, Tris? Yeah, not if you want to be a fly motherfucker like that guy. Oh, I think he was close riding the whip. <laughs> a wild police chase led to a suspect pinned himself to a building with the car he'd been driving. Happy Valley, Oregon. That doesn't sound too happy to me. Police say that Isaiah John Gillily broke his leg as a result. It happened November 19th when police received a call. The man was trying to break into cars around 11 p.m. Authorities spotted Gillily laying down in the vehicle's front seat. What was he doing laying back like that? Was he jerking off, Triz? Yeah, he had to be. What else? you going to be doing laying back in a car mm. like that, right? Yeah, he's in the same state as the girl with the ninja star. Maybe mm. it's uh, linked to it. a conspiracy. Yeah, I bet it is. Maybe it's a conspiracy. I bet you he was outside of his car because he was trying to dodge the ninja star. Well, when they got mm. there, they turned on their flashlights and he suddenly got up. Put the car in gear and drove off for the win. He led them on a short chase before other responding officers put the spike straps down, flattening the tires. Yo, and puncturing his fucking foot, I would think. Police say he started to lose control of the car and pulled into near our business. This didn't stop him from still trying to escape. While the car was rolling, he hopped out. The vehicle started running beside it. He tried to cut in front of it instead. Pinned her, the car pinned him against the building. Pinnabunga. Yeah, he thought he was like John McClane or some shit, but he definitely wasn't. Who's John McClane? Is John McClane even John McClane? Yeah, John McClane is John McClane. He's the guy from like, what is that, like, Get Hard or some shit? He was taken to local yeah. hospital. Once yeah. he's uh, released, still face a number of charges, including reckless driving and theft for the win. That's the bunga. Wasn't as good as the first two. The first two are amazing. Yeah. I do love that picture, though. This fucking dude outside of his car. <laughs> like, running with it. <laughs> he does look like, what did you say, ghost riding the whip? That's yeah. what it looks like. Like, he's ghosting his fucking car. Yeah, I guess they put the spikes down and he, had to, he just got out and started running next to it. What a fucking dick. What a dick hole. Oh, goddamn. What we got? What we got? I'm in the binds. Let's I guess see. it's all three. Is that all three? Oh, no. Uh, 
yeah, Sean. Shawnee. Alicia. And then Jaden, I guess. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Those are good. Where's uh blah blah blah? Where's that? Slims. There we go. Make sure my volume's up. Cool. This is Slim Celebrity Gossip and News. Oh yeah. What's going on, guys? This is Slim, and I have some celebrity news and gossip for you tonight. Sean Mendez, I'm not gay, addresses rumors in a new interview. <laughs> I love the three exclamation points. That's the only way to yeah. accentuate you're not gay is with three, <laughs> following it with three exclamation points in all caps. I'm not gay, exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. He's shutting Sh- down these rumors. I guess it's all over the place. Once again, I, shutting down rumors. I don't even know who Sean Mendez is. Obviously, gay guy. <laughs> He's got to shut these down every week. Sean Mendez is once again, like you said, shutting down rumors he's gay. Adamantly saying he isn't. He sounds homophobic to yeah, me. Yeah, you sound After like you're in years denial. of speculation. <laughs> the 20-year-old singer told Rolling Stone, so much attention on his personal life has caused tons of stress. Yeah, because they keep catching him with dicks in his hand. <laughs> And, and if he isn't gay, he can't get laid because girls are like, oh, I thought you were like my gay best friend. It was not gay November. <laughs> you do it. It's not gay if it's November. Like, he, we, we know. We know what Sean Mendes. Sean told RS, I'd like to say, Robin Slim? I don't care about it, but that's not true. This massive this massive, massive thing, massive thing for the doesn't last. mean I'm gay. Five years about if he's only twenty four, so five years since he's been fucking what is that sixteen, sixteen seventeen? They've been fucking calling this kid K. That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, doesn't he have like eye makeup on there? Like uh, in the next picture, he kind of looks he, good. Yeah, he's got some sparkling eyes. <laughs> he goes on to say, even though in my heart, I I know that it's not a bad thing. There's it's, still it's a piece wrong of with me. That. That it's nothing wrong for guys that, to suck dick. And I hate that. Oh, so he's saying that he knows it's okay to be gay, but there's a part of him that hates fags. Yeah. <laughs> he's a fag hater, but he hates that side of him. <laughs> but, but that one side of him taking the dicks is the side that is why people are calling him gay. Like He just blanks it out. Just turn <clears throat> the lights off. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, Sean, Sean, however, did admit he grew up putting glitter on his eyelids to make his parents laugh. Uh, growing up with uh, not 15... Funny, more, no. Not funny, haha, funny gay. Funny gay. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, Sean Mendes. Growing up with 15 female cousins, he said he would be braiding hair and painting nails. Maybe I'm a little more feminine. Fen- feminine. But that's the, that's the way it is. That's why I am me. I'm not gay, I just like girly things. Remember, I just like glory holes. I like being on the receiving end of a glory hole. Uh, years ago... He's only 20. Like, what is years ago? He's like five years old. Uh, Years ago, Sean addressed rumors about his sexuality, taking to Snapchat and saying, I noticed a lot of people were saying I gave them a gay vibe. That's fine, though. Like, he should just ignore it. First of all, I'm not gay. Second of all, Second I'm of not all, gay. It shouldn't make a difference if I wasn't. Third of wanted. all, I'm not gay. Well, but Fifth yeah. of all, I'm not gay. <laughs> exactly. And he Sixth shouldn't... of all, 
17th of all, I'm not gay. If he's going to respond to this, he shouldn't say it shouldn't make a difference because if you really felt that way, you wouldn't respond to it. He's going to come out in public probably a year. Probably. And only gay guys wear glitter on their eyelids. Yeah, well, didn't you Um, wear lipstick? Yes. Yeah. Actually, yeah, no, my uh, my sister and my female cousins did used to dress me up as a girl. Ah. And, like, one time... I was actually like it was my sister's birthday and they all dressed me up as a girl and I was in my sister's room with her and all her female friends and my mom comes in and she's like oh I haven't met your new friend like she didn't realize wow. I make a good little girl did they fuck um, you with a strap on I want to talk about that <laughs> next story oh. <laughs> god damn <laughs> Alicia Silverstone divorced paying ex-husband 12k per month wow what a bum what a bomb. Do you even know who she is? No. I was going to say, like, she was around in the 90s. She was in, like, an Aerosmith video, and she was in, like, Mallrats. She was just like, in a Rats. video she, in well, an Aerosmith uh, I think video. Steven Tyler from uh, Aerosmith, uh, that, that, that's how she got pay- famous. Uh, I think she was friends with his daughter, and she was, like, the heartthrob of, like, 92. Okay. For, like, a year. Like, yeah, but she still looks a little rough, but not as rough as the homeless guy she was married to. Like, <laughs> <laughs> looks a little nutty. Looks a little nutty. Alicia Silverstone. So yeah, she hasn't been relevant since like ninety three, ninety five, maybe ninety six. So TMZ is just running out of things to. No, report this on. is like I guess like a uh, real story. Like yeah, she was like am- uh, amazingly famous back then, but yeah, I guess not anymore. But yeah, it's her divorce. Uh, divorce agreement calls for her to pay her ex husband spousal support, but she's included a clause. That gets her out of it sooner than usual. Good, Ooh, yeah, no, that's shitty. Sneaky. That's shitty. Yeah, though. she like, shouldn't. You owe me what twelve thousand a month? Like, come on. Oh man, yeah, so. no, what a fucking oh, piece of shit. What a jackass. I kind of get it when the woman's asking for it and she's supporting, like whatever. Even when the like, guy asks for it, like I guess I don't know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Like maybe he's not as big as her, but still, like, what is she doing now? I don't, I don't think she's doing anything now. Yeah. Um. Alicia and Chris directly. What? I'm just laughing at their son's name. What is it? It's Bear Blue. B L U. Bear Blue. I barely even know him. He's not gay. He's blue. Alicia and Chris. Wow. A divorce was finalized early this month. Oh, so he got the cake because he's on. The docs. She'll be forking out uh, twelve grand each month to him in spousal support. Uh, they've also agreed to joint legal and physical custody for their seven-year-old son, Bear Blue. Bear Blue for the win! <laughs> Bear Blue, you're staying with both parents. Lucky what? you, Bear. Oh, what a fucking Holy piece shit. of shit to name a kid Bear. And Like, Bear, uh, maybe you get away with Bear, but Bear Blue? And whose name is Blue? Like, that's not even a last name. They're just that sounds like, like a fucking, like, teddy bear, like a blue teddy bear. Like, yeah. Oh, I want to name you after this blue teddy bear. Oh, I, that poor fantastic? kid. Must yeah. have a horrible school life. He must be blowing a lot of gents. <laughs> that bear blue. In the talks obtained by TMZ, Alicia and Chris have agreed bear blue on said a he was co- not gay seven times with five explanation points. <laughs> While wearing um, glitter on his eye eyelids. Uh, on a, uh, co- whatever that is, clause. Cohabitation? Cohabitation clause? It means she will stop paying Chris if she shacks up, with, shacks someone, up with someone else. Oh, if he shacks up with someone else. Oh, so, so he's... Five months. So that means he can't so, oh, fuck anybody. So, oh, she knows he's got, like, some side pussy. And so if he lives with the side pussy, for, but he's got to cut it off. He's got to be, like, four months and 20 days yeah. with the side pussy. And then he's got to find new or move out for a month. 
So who do you think picked the name Bear Blue? Her or him? Or they like, both look fucking whacked they out. They both like, did? I think he's whacked out on drugs. He was like dropping acid. He's like, that baby's name is Bear Blue. And she was like, yeah. And she's like, <laughs> yeah. He's a blue bear. They both just dropped some ecstasy. So, yeah, somebody was like, look, it's a blue bear. And then the other one's like, yeah, Bear Blue, that's our child. They were married for 13 years. For what it's, it's worth. worth. They're it still doesn't... close friends. So like, if you're close friends, why are what? you trying to get what? Why is there even a lawsuit? Like, there shouldn't. Yeah. Or there shouldn't you, be any court case. Why would you fuck a close friend over all? wanting twelve thousand a month? Like, yeah, no, that's bullshit. That's a like, bullshit. Yeah. It shouldn't even be in the news. It shouldn't be to court. It should just be like, hey, let's do this thing, and that's it. If that's your close friend. Yeah. <laughs> Jaden Smith says it's true. I am gay. He did. <laughs> that, Look at the gay smile and look. <laughs> And now for years. <laughs> that Tyler, the creator, is his boyfriend. Oh, he did. I didn't even read that. I just made a joke. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Jaden Smith is... Oh, so you're is, just being a homophobe. I am just being a shit. homophobe. Um, so Jaden Smith is Tyler, the creator's boyfriend. Wait, well, Jaden Smith was wearing, like, like kid? dresses out of the blue, like, years ago. Yeah, he's been doing weird shit. That's Will's. Will's son. Yeah, he's been doing some weird shit for a minute. Oh, he's like... Tw- okay, he's 20. I don't yeah. know. I just thought he was, like, a lot younger than that. I'm like, wait a second. Uh, Jaden Smith is now proclaiming for a third time that Tyler, the creator, is his boyfriend. Is what? Tyler so denying the other, or not the responding? Other two, like... two times people are like, no, you're lying. And then he's, he's like, no, it's true. Prove it. Prove it. <laughs> this is the third time. I swear to God, he's fucking my asshole. <laughs> the 21... Uh, the 20, not 21, 20-year-old 20 hip-hop artist and actor stopped by Apple Music Beats 1 radio show on Friday to promote their gay relationship and his new mixtape when he brought up the fellow mu- musician. Fellow magician. <laughs> magician. Um, I recently said that Tyler, the creator, is my boyfriend, and that's true. So, just so you know, uh, Jaden said referring to the proclamation he made earlier this month. Say what? Tyler, the creator, is my F King boyfriend. He insisted it's true. What's F King? Is that the guy <laughs> that fucks King the, the bottom? Like the top is the F King? I think so. <laughs> the camera panned to ty- Tyler with his dick in Jaden's ass, oh, uh, who playfully shook his head and motioned no with his finger while I. Oh, oh so, so Tyler's saying no? So, so Jaden Smith is saying, like, he's my boyfriend, and Tyler is saying no. So we don't know if Jaden is like, just being a little rascal. Yeah, he could be like, a little scamp. Like, they're not like Sean Mendes, who's like, I'm not gay. He's <laughs> yeah. like, no, I'm gay. He's I'm getting that Tyler created deep. Messing around. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was wondering, too. I was wondering with that, like. Yeah, because then he tweeted to him. He actually tweeted to Tyler the Creator. And yeah, he, yep, yep. yep. Tyler the Creator, Tia Creator. I told everyone you, <laughs> you can't, can't deny it now. Know. Yeah, they might just be. Don't clear you crazy and an a man. <laughs> <laughs> What's an N A man? Are you gonna raise this again? No, that's what it says. It says N A. N dash 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 A. Tyler's sexuality is. Topic of conversation for years. Lyrics from 2017 album Flower Boy led to a speculation that he was coming out as gay, but the 27 year old California native never confirmed and denied anything. The rapper fueled the discussion during an August 2017 interview where he said he had a boyfriend at the age of 15. Tyler said on Twitter he was simply using a figure of speech. That's like, uh, what's that comedian we're friends with? He's bringing boyfriend back. Uh, Ryan Barassa. He's oh, okay. gone. His guy friend's boyfriend. It's like he has yeah. That could be funny. That could be funny. I, I don't know. I yeah, don't know. I, I feel like in today's day and age, 
like you wouldn't hide it. Like I if, think if, if these guys would, were gay, yeah, I think they, they would were... be open about uh, yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, so, like you said, I think uh, uh, Jaden might just, just be fucked so, with everybody. They're probably yeah. just they're probably just really good friends, and you know you do that shit to your yeah. bros, like yo, yeah, like you know, yeah, like, like that's. Just... I think that's what it is. I don't yep, think. I think that's all. It is. <laughs> yeah. I really do. <laughs> That's good for them. Though. Good for you guys. Yeah. You're fucking funny, Jaden Smith and Tyler, the creator. No, I really do. I really think that's all it is. All right. You want to go on a break? Yeah. All right. We will be back with uh, David, the producer. All right. It's been a minute. It has. It has. Uh, let's see here. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? Mm. What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. 800-605-1683. 800-605-1683. That's 800-605-1683. Have you visited Club Midnight? The hottest virtual nightclub on the internet today. Club Midnight. That's M-I-D-N-Y-T-E. Music, authors, filmmakers, and so much more for the dark at heart. Club Midnight, where darklings come to play. Clubmidnight.com C-L-U-B-M-I-D-N-Y-T-E dot com You're listening to the Rob and fucking Slim Show, faggots. Rob and Driz Show. Yo, what up? Hey, this is David. How you doing? Yo, this is Driz. How you doing, David? Doing great. And uh, I see the jizz in the, is in the studio. Is that Yo, don't it? fucking call me the jizz. What the fuck is that? Oh, it's, you know, term of endearment. Yo, that, yes. Oh, that's your pet name for me? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, that's what you're going to call me when I'm fucking you in the ass? Yeah. Oh, fuck. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, jizz. Yeah, jizz, jizz. Yeah. Great. I call in and that's my Christmas present. Nice. How you doing, David? I'm doing awesome, man. How you guys doing? Great. All right, great. We haven't talked to you since uh, New- you guys are in New Orleans over the summer, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. We called in from uh, and half sober. Oh, <laughs> I don't know which half, but yeah, half sober <laughs> from New Orleans. Yeah. It was fucking great. Yeah. How was it? Like, how did the trip end up? Uh, ended up with uh, me with an empty wallet. Oh, yeah, that's a little pricey, but we had a blast, man. It was cool. a great time. That's awesome. That's awesome. I saw Juliet too on YouTube. Is she is the YouTube just for like uh, bourbon reviews? 
No, we're doing all kinds of stuff out there. We just cool. did. Uh, well, she just did a 2018 uh, bourbon review for Top Five. I bourbons. saw the Top Five bourbons. Yeah, that's the one I just saw. So yeah, is that, that just came out? Yeah. Is that Top Five bourbons of 2018? Like things that were just released in 2018, or is that just like current? What right now is the top? It's just whatever the fuck she likes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love it. That's cool. She's like, top 18 according to me today. <laughs> That's great. But Do you have we to have like one film out her? There that we just put out there that's really cool. We spent a day, uh, like uh, almost 12 hours, at a distillery out here in Illinois called Whiskey Acres. And if you uh, check it out, it's taking everything from. They're basically a grain to spirit distillery, so they uh, put, you know, they literally grow all of the grains there on the farm, and then they take all of them and, you know, of course, make the bourbon from them. So, you know, they took us through the whole process through 12 hours in a day, and we have a video out there of it. It's very cool. That's and awesome. And they were the nicest people, man. Is that on YouTube now, or is that being it is. produced? Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. You can see it. It's uh, Distiller for a Day, it's called. Nice. It's very cool. That sounds like it could be uh, a Robinson production. Distiller and we got hammered. <laughs> That's awesome. Do they, make Ham- different? Do they make different ones, or is it just like one? No, they make bourbon. Uh, we had their bourbon. We had their rye. We had their artesian special, which is a popcorn uh, corn. It, it's a corn kernel that they call popcorn. That's it's it's like a blue popcorn, which is kind of a weird thing, but wow. it tasted amazing. I don't know. Is it like hammered. popcorn flavored? <laughs> like, is it like one of those like how they have like whipped cream flavored vodka? Is it like that? Like. No, it's not flavored by like artificial flavoring. It it is a blue piece of corn that they grain themselves and grow themselves, and make it as part of the mash bill. It's oh, very wow. cool. Wow, super cool, super cool. And so I assume it's like a corn whiskey. It is a corn whiskey. Yeah, cool. yeah. It's uh, for well, actually, it's a corn. I think it's a corn bourbon because I think it's more than fifty-one percent corn, which makes it a bourbon. But okay. I could be wrong. And I'm wrong a lot. So. <laughs> I, it sounds right have, to me. If I you don't have know. a microphone in front of you and your voice sounds that amazing, amazing like yeah. you are an expert. You're an expert no matter what you say. I'll just bullshit my way through this. You know, 30 <laughs> minutes. What do I know? What um, what is uh, uh, what is Johnny Walker? Is that scotch? Whiskey. Whiskey? It, it's a scotch. Yeah, is it's it a, a blended scotch, scotch oh, okay. but it's a really good blend. Because they just came out with some White Walker uh, for uh, uh, Game of Thrones. White? Walker. It's oh, it's okay, some cool. yeah, like it's it's some special uh edition. I hadn't something. heard of that one. Yeah, yeah. Is it good? I don't know. Uh I just saw a picture of Jamie Lannister, the guy who plays Jamie, like drinking it and Ryder tweeted it that she wants to try it. Like, yeah. That's cool. White it, Walker sounds racial. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I guess is there a character in Game of Thrones? The that... zombies are called White Walkers. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. And they're actually like demon type things. Like, yeah, they're like yeah, they're crazy. It's crazy. I'll see if it's listed under privilege walker. Oh <laughs> god. <laughs> 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 what um I was gonna say too, David, how long did we find you go? Was it our first season or second season we connected? Oh my God! It's been pretty close to three years ago. Yeah! Wow, so that's awesome. Beginning of season two, maybe. I remember when I first messaged you, like, would you do an interview? And you're like, I think you. I'm got, like, who the fuck is this guy? I think you got the <laughs> wrong person, like, because you, you Juliet does a show, and yeah, I, I saw that right. you produced it, but I'm like, I, 
I think it would be great to pick your brain and see what it, what goes into it and all. It's a very and... small pick. <laughs> but five years later, we yeah, still who, love who talking to you. Yeah. Who, who knew I'd end up uh, being you know best friends with the jizz? <laughs> yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah, you're the best fuck, David. Oh, <laughs> goddamn. I, I didn't think we were exposing this tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Again, with the Christmas presents. <laughs> He's the gift that keeps on coming. Well, or, the yeah. funny thing is that uh, I'm not allowed to actually, you know, have a Christmas th- these days because my daughter, she just did that 23andMe, and she found out she's uh, part Jewish. So somehow, you know, I'm going to have to get eight days of Christmas now. What about 12 days of Drismas? Would you, would you be down for that? You should I'd celebrate totally Drismas. That. That's what we should start doing. Everyone in their home should start <laughs> celebrating Drismas and just have a picture of the Driz <laughs> on their wall. And that's it. No gifts, no nothing. Yeah, I'm going to release a rap every day of December. Yes. Yeah. Oh, there you go. You know, it's uh, eight days of Drismas. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to fucking stretch it out. It'll be like 30 days, like a whole month. <laughs> stretch the water out. <laughs> Ball sack. <laughs> I was thinking your asshole. <laughs> yeah, well, that stress is pretty far. Oh, that stretches man. naturally. That Eight has days a, of the pink sock. Not it has good. a natural it's yawn pinks. to it. It's constantly <laughs> opening and closing. <laughs> so I hear the Driz is actually you know breaking out into new music. Yes, I haven't. Right? I haven't announced it yet, but yes, I was oh, gonna have him try. He, I, he didn't tell me. I, I was gonna know. have him try like, some different genres tonight, <laughs> David. I have. A lot of, a lot of people don't it. know this, but the Driz and I don't really talk to each other. Oh, <laughs> well, that that comes in handy because I have um, some other genres. I was gonna have the Driz try. Like I was gonna have him try a country song, yeah. and I didn't know, David, if like I was gonna pick the genre. I didn't know if you could pick the subject of the song for that genre. Sure. Yeah. Uh, how about uh, ooh, country? Let's see. All right. Uh, pickup truck. All right. So uh, I, my favorite. I, I got some great uh, royalty-free music. You know how great those always are. <laughs> so I will play the country song beat, and he will he will do country song. <laughs> yeah. I'm driving down. A dirt road. I got a Coors Light in my right arm. Yeah, it's out of my hand. It's in my arm. Yeah, I'm holding it with like the elbow. Yeah, driving. Yeah, do you know what I'm driving in? I'm driving in my pig up. Yeah, with a Coors Light in my arm down a dirt road. Yeah, as I'm driving, I run over some cats. Yeah, just a couple cats. But there's a beer in my arm, so it's okay. Yeah, I'm driving in my pickup. It's a big red pickup. Yeah. There might be a couple of dead hookers in the back, but that's okay. It's all okay, because I'm in my red pickup truck. Yeah, driving on a dirt road with a beer in my arm. Yeah, it's in my elbow. Yeah, I'm holding it, like, with my elbow. Yeah, and I'm drinking it while there's dead hookers in the back of my pickup. My big red pickup. Yeah. And I ran over a couple more cats. Yeah, I ran over a lot of cats. Yeah, eventually I got off the dirt road. Yeah, now I'm just driving on the wide open world. Yeah, I'm driving. 
I'm driving on the re- the, the wide open road in my red pickup. It's a red pickup, but I'm kind of tired of it. So I just kind of jump out of it and I roll like John McClane and it fucking drives off the bridge and it blows up with the dead hookers in it. One of these days, I'm going to get a blue pickup. (laughs) Well, that took a weird turn. (laughs) It went from, you know, I'm I'm holding a beer in my arm to, you know, dead hookers pretty quick. I feel like that's how most of Jesus' nights go. I feel like they start with a coarse light and end with some dead hookers. And, and how in the hell did you, like, shoehorn John McCain in that? John, no, it was uh, John McClain from uh, Die Hard. John, oh, I, I heard Jeff John McCain. John McCain, the dead yeah. senator. Yeah. Really presidential candidate? Guy that's dead now? What? What? I want to hear a John McCain song now. Yeah. Fuck. Holy fuck. <laughs> I don't know if you could top that, Driz, but the next genre... Yeah, I always top it. It's going to be a love song, and uh, David... No, oh. this is good. David would have the topic of that love song. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you love your dog. Ooh. That's also like country. I think this is going good. Yeah. I've been a rough day. I've been working really hard. Yeah, I dug a lot of ditches. Yeah, I do. I, I dig ditches. Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, I thought right. Yeah, I thought right. Because I'm on my way home to see you. I can't wait to see you. When I get home and I open the door, you're going to jump on me. Yeah, you're going to lick my face. Yeah, it's going to be so awesome and wet. Yeah, you're going to lick my face. You're my puppy. Yeah, you're my favorite puppy. As I walk in the door and you jump on me and lick my face, I take a few licks to the face. Yeah, lots of licks, yeah. And then I say, don't worry, I'll be right back. I go into the kitchen. I get that jar of peanut butter, your favorite jar. Your favorite jar of peanut butter. The creamy, not the crunchy, because I know you don't like the crunchy. Yeah, I get naked. Yeah, and I put that creamy peanut butter all over my balls. Yeah, I can't wait for you to come over to lick it. And you come over, and you lick like once or twice. But then you're like, nah, Driz, not tonight. Nah, Driz, not tonight. Nah, Driz, not tonight. And then you just like fall asleep. Oh, it's cool. That's all right, baby. I'm going to go dig some more dishes. And then when I come home tomorrow, you're going to really like, really a lot. That sounded more like a documentary than a new song. <laughs> and was that song about a dog or Rob? I'm trying to figure it out. It could have been either one. I'm not sure. Definitely not Rob. <laughs> wow, that was rough. That's so rough. Wow. Yeah, I, got yo, I say I'm favorite internet. I'm, I'm famous internet rapper. I don't. Do Ryder just texted me. Yikes! And no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, that's yeah, that Driz can walk that with anything. Cool. That's a whole weekend right there. <laughs> wow, that's a it's basically like a courtroom confession right there. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. it's like it reads like a transcript more than it does a song. <laughs> oh, do we do we want to try him with a pop song, David? <laughs> A what song? A pop song. Yeah, like a K-pop sure song or like a regular yeah. pop song. You can song. make a K-pop or a regular pop. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Whatever you want, Driz. 
<laughs> what will it be about, David? Of course, it'll be about unicorns. Oh, yeah, I, like I like unicorns. Yeah, yeah, yo, what up? That's the dress. Yeah, yo. I went up to the mall. I went to the mall to get on a unicorn because unicorns live in the mall. There's unicorns in the mall. There's so many unicorns in the mall. I ride them all over the mall. Yeah, those unicorns. I ride the unicorns in the mall. Yeah. And then, and then I ride more unicorns. All kinds of unicorns and rainbows in the mall. In the mall. I don't really buy anything in the mall because I only shop online. Yeah, I only shop online. Unicorns in the mall. Unicorns in the mall. Yeah, I ride unicorns in the mall. I try not to trample anybody. My unicorn, he's pretty and likes rainbows. He doesn't trample people in the mall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, in the mall. Yeah, 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 in the mall. Yeah, my unicorn is in the mall. And he's running all over the place. He's not trampling anybody because he likes rainbows and stuff. Yeah, rainbows don't trample and kill people. Yeah, yo, my unicorn's the best. Yeah. I'm calling bullshit. That was a song about a mall. <laughs> you don't think that was a song about a unicorn? That was not. There's no unicorns in the mall. It was a song about a mall. I'm kind of bored. You, you, you yeah. ran through like you know 16 different stores and you know. He really <laughs> you know, he shit the bed on the unicorn. Yeah, you shit the bed on the unicorn stuff. I think the other two were really good, but like Dredge doesn't know too much about unicorns. The country one was my favorite, but we also you have could a... have stopped it. The Driz doesn't know much about anything. <laughs> the last. Oh no. The last one is gonna be a rock song. Dude. Oh, that's good. Nice, nice. Let's rock it up a little bit. Ah. All right. Rocking out. What's the subject? Right. <laughs> About uh, dwarves. Oh. oh. Can't wait to hear this. <laughs> yeah! I'm gonna go to the mountains. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the very top of the mountains. Because there's a lot of dwarves on the mountains. Yeah, there's dwarves. You know, they're like tiny people. Yeah, fucking midgets. They live on the top of mountains because it makes them feel tall. Yeah, if you're a dwarf, if you're a midget, if you're a tiny person, yeah, go on a mountain. Yeah, you should live on a mountain. Yeah, so you feel like us tall people. Yeah, if you live on the mountains and you're a dwarf, you're a tiny person, you're a midget. It makes you feel tall living on the mountain. You could be on top of the world. You can look down on everyone instead of everyone looking down on you. Yeah, you could look down on everyone instead of everyone looking down on you. Yeah, yeah, that's all I got. Uh, uh, you ha didn't have me at first because everything's got to be in a location. <laughs> Everything is yeah. more about the location. But then, <laughs> but then when you change it into looking down, that was good. That was good. Yeah. yeah, see, if you replace mountain with mall, I feel I've heard this song before. <laughs> Ryder just said, still no. <laughs> Yo, I'm only going to rap, guys. is killing it. He is my absolute favorite uh, recording artist because you, you can't fit him in a genre. That would be too, you know, you don't want to. He bends like, genre. He's like the Freddie Mercury like, yeah, of rap. Exactly. He's got AIDS and he's gay.
Oh, no. You know, having the gay flu is fine. You know, that, that's nothing wrong with that. You know, give the Driz a break. I think he is the top star. He is like the... He is what Nicki Minaj is to music, to what... I get nothing. I yeah, really, you know I it. Nothing. You know it, bro. That's all right. You know it. It's like the mall in the you mountain. The mall. That's his new album. The mall in the mountain. <laughs> it was all locations, isn't it? Yeah, it's like on the dirt road. Dirt road. <laughs> and peanut butter. <laughs> and peanut oh butter. yeah, no, let's not talk about the chip. God damn, that was disgusting. Wow. <laughs> what do you expect this whole song about the dog? David's blocking us. The Driz album, sexy. <laughs> Sprechenzy, sexy. <laughs> by the Driz. Oh my God, David, were you in a band tonight? I know who you got on tonight. Uh, we have Steve Coulter on next. We have um, Kevin Horick. He's a uh, uh, like a web designer, and then we have Lucas Carvada. We have him on last, so it's it's a good good lineup tonight. Nice job. And then David, nice I wanted job. to ask too. Did you used to be in a band? Yeah, way back in the day. Yeah, I used to. Uh, actually, I uh, was the opening act for Night Ranger in 1984. Oh. Four or five, in between there. Why did you quit? Uh, because I couldn't make any money. Ah, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> that's what I was wondering. If it was a really hard thing to, to do. Um, would you come back for the Driz and like oh, tour with him? Yeah, yeah he wouldn't oh, be any would, good though. He I wouldn't would be kill the base for that guy. He just said he wouldn't be any good. If you just had me on one track, uh, I would, yeah, I'll oh, think about it. But I don't know. I work alone. Yeah. <laughs> on the mountain I know looking down on me. I know the right. in a blizzard somewhere I don't know he's just yeah <laughs> and believe me I keep the peanut butter jar pretty far you gotta keep the peanut butter from this guy he doesn't can't be trusted <laughs> cannot be all. trusted he's a fucking real piece of shit wow wow I think what I'm... was Night Ranger what did they do was it metal or it's like Night Rider it's like Knight Rider without the car. Yeah. Right? yeah exactly. oh, okay. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> <laughs> now, they were a metal band. It's like band a hair band, right? You have to look up. Yeah. If, if you ever heard the song Sister Christian, yeah, yes. that's that bad. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty so, awesome. Yeah, I, we were the opening act for about uh, a few months on the road with those guys and then did a whole bunch of stuff ourselves. And it was uh, when you start eating like sandwiches without any bread you realize yeah i can't make any money at this i'm going home at least you have the better <laughs> part of it the meat's better than the bread like if i had to choose between the meat and the bread i'd take the meat take the meat and the cheese i'm gonna take that clip and isolate yes that. i was hoping you would. You know. <laughs> what um uh what was the craziest thing you've seen performing david uh performing not all that crazy performing but after performing and just hanging out uh on the road yeah, you see a lot of crazy stuff. A lot of shenanigans. Yeah. A little bit of shenanigans. Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> you're on the road. Well, I was. You have to remember, I was 18 at the time. Oh so wow, I was a kid. Yeah, you got to be crazy at that age too. Everyone is. Everyone's yeah. a little naughty at that age. Oh my god. Yeah, and and the stuff that gets thrown at you on the road, you know, it's. I'll call it well. I call it ungood in a good way. <laughs> like Driz's dead hookers. Exactly. Yeah, I have a trunk full of stuff, but you know, <laughs> thankfully, no one ever subpoenaed me on it. <laughs> That's because he doesn't cover it. It's a pickup bed. 
He, exactly. He doesn't realize and you have, have to cover crunchy that. Crunchy peanut butter because obviously <laughs> that's a bad thing. <laughs> then a half-eaten crunchy jar of peanut butter. That never... no, I think he said it was only creamy. I think his dog uh, didn't like the crunchy kind. Oh, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. The truth is disgusting. He's really, he's got to rethink, a, you know, a little bit of, you know, I don't know, some sort of psycho drugs or Just some kind of when thing. When you think he, he's he, dropped to a whole new low, he does, he drops it. He drops <laughs> it like it's hot. He drops it even exactly. lower. <laughs> he, he actually was, he actually sent the text to Slambo earlier because <laughs> Slambo hasn't You're been here. You're talking about him in the third person. <laughs> yeah, well, he is. Because, really like, dude. I just noticed this. Here's this text to Slambo that says, Yo, you a bitch. I just fucked God with my new dick that he gave me. Yeah. I hope you burn in hell so I can rape you with the new dong when I go down there. Yeah. You texted that to Slambo <laughs> as the Driz? What the fuck? <laughs> Bro. The Old Testament? We need uh, a... I'm not sure where that comes from. <laughs> it came from too many rapes. <laughs> but now exactly. he's talking shit to Slambo as the Driz. <laughs> wow. That's good. When Is that like to make him miss being class. here? <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping he's like in class and opens that up and just... Wow. <laughs> I hope he... care packets of Adderall over I... to you guys. I hope he shows the police. I hope he goes right from class to the police. Holy Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the last time we ever heard from Slambo. <laughs> so how's his, uh, how's his uh, bug collection going? Dude, it's oh, going great. Last what time he was here, what? he went like scientific on us. He was explaining molecules and shit. Yeah. After one year at community college, David, he knows about <laughs> molecules now. And it was just, it was so educational. So edurapinal. Is that the call? Yeah. And he's enjoying it, or you know, uh, what's he doing? He's not there, obviously, today. So what? what what's his deal? What's he? Is he still going for? It's being still bug squashing, uh, as far yeah, as I can squashing. tell. Yeah. Right. It's still the squashing, but I think this is like the molecules are getting involved in 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 year two. Like they teach oh, you about boy. molecules. Yeah, it was. So we had this uh, <laughs> segment where Robert um, found this candy that. Tastes like strawberry. It was, like it was a mixed uh, bag. Like a mixed bag of Halloween candy. And it sounded great. It was like Kit Kats and fucking Twizzlers in it. But then I opened it up and yeah, the Kit Kats tasted like Twizzlers. Everything it, in the bag tasted oh, like Twizzlers. The Reese's tasted like Twizzlers. The Reese's, like yep. Everything. So, the, so then him but and Slimebo were eating and I had a couple. And then like two hours later, <laughs> Rob is actually outside and we're on break. And Slimebo just turns to me and he's like, yeah, man. So I'm actually like learning about molecules and, and then he just starts going into detail on how the uh, strawberry flavoring through the molecules attached itself to the uh, Kit Kats. They and jump. The reasons. molecules jump from again two hours later whizzers. after this conversation. After three glasses of absinthe and a uh, six pack of uh, beers, he, he Guys, knew it. Please tell me the smartest guy in that room is not Slambo. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's ex he's uh, the only one of us getting an education. He, so this I is guess. what we're missing out on. We didn't. Yeah. yeah, well, you got to get him back into peanut butter songs. <laughs> Let's never get back into peanut butter songs. <laughs> He's going to be on GIF commercials next month. Oh, God. Slambo with the drizz. Everybody. You and Slambo. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, my God. David, we have to wrap it up. Shit. Oh, thanks for having me on, guys. Thanks for coming on, brother. Where can everybody find you? 
Uh, you can find me at Behind the Rant on Twitter, and uh, you can see the. I think we have the 2018 top five bourbon is my pin tweet. So Ooh. go check that out. Awesome, dude. Uh, Merry Drismus. Merry Jismus. Mm. To you and yeah. yours. <laughs> yeah, that's why I say it. Say jizz. Say yeah. Say yeah. Do it, jizz. Yeah. I don't even know where to go with that. I don't know. How can we? <laughs> how do we end this? Everybody just walk away. Sadly. We ended sadly. <laughs> Talk soon, David. Hey, be good, guys. You Later, too, David. brother. We'll be back. I'm going to play some uh, Merry Prankster. All right. From awesome. that live cool. performance. This is the Slamborghini himself, baby. And if you're a listener of the Robin Slim Show, then I'm sure you're a fan of Sauces Matisse. We open lots of our best shows with his songs. But don't wait to hear his music's just on our show, baby. Go to SoySauceSound.com and listen all the time. With 10 albums for free or a little charge. With the option of purchasing for a donation. Almost 100 songs so far. New music is constantly dropping. You'd have to be a real piece of shit not to. He has killer tracks like Only Sometimes. Sometimes My music doesn't make a lot of moolah sense Because I'm a dash of Adam Driver makes a coupon set Matt's a dapper dude dashing but I'm foobar mess Give me a beat, give me a pen and a pattern and who got next? Me, you got teeth coming after you like you was a nest I never deceive when I'm rapping, I'ma do it for next I cannot believe what some veterans would do for a check Because I'm a beast and I'm better but I'm goofy as that Nerd Punk What's my pitch to be an internet sensation? I call these godly marketers sixth internet sensation Cause it's data and it's dedicated, intricate and patient But with every waking day I strain to pick up with the patient Every time I'm feeling like the slightest hint of doubt I just keep on fucking writing so my light don't fizzle out And expectations your expectations. You go to work after ain't nobody heard that ain't, ain't nobody yearn for you rapping any words. Said it worry cause you're sure that a rapper spinning verses as perfect as you have is deserving of a sure pass. Sure, yeah. Oh. It's the entitlement and attitude. Look, everybody gotta pat you on the back for the last you're a hack and you're whack, so you have to. Lower your expectations. So what are you waiting for, baby? Go to soysawsound.com and start listening today. Yeah! Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee, and I don't have VD. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Let's see. What did you do in your break? Who? I took a, I took a piss. <laughs> I took a piss. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Oh, I had God. a cigarette. How are you, Steve? Uh, I'm very good. Did you piss on break? <laughs> I did. I'm, right now I am. Ah, yes, I like that. I like to get a nice yeah. arc and a swing going when I go outside. I like yeah. to arc it like a rainbow. Oh, very nice. <laughs> Steve, how are you? I'm very well. How are you, gentlemen? Good, very Larry. good. Oh. Pretty good. So who, who who's there this evening? Just Rob and Slim. Yep. Nobody well, else. <laughs> what happened? Was there a little trouble in the office? Or yeah. Our old intern, he goes to school for half a year now. He's also, he's uh, branching out. He's going for, like, insecticide school or something i don't know oh yeah it's learning about bugs there's good money in that Mm. yes he he wants his own business to run into the ground (laughs) (laughs) nice yes well how's your your dad doing ah very well my mom was yelling at him a couple weeks ago so i was like oh yeah everything's back no yeah he's doing really good he's uh um pretty much totally recovered he's got like uh, one thing on his shoulder, 
well, I guess from one of the tubes. Like okay. that's still healing. Uh-huh. Um, and then besides that, everything seems fine. He um, he just has to go and like take his driving test, and he'll be yeah, he'll be good to go. Like yeah, he, wow, he's, he's really recovered, uh-huh. really come a long way. And it was just really scary, really scary. For that's a while. very, yeah, that's very, very scary. So, uh, yeah. How old is he? 65, I want to say. No. Yeah. What does he weigh? <laughs> What's that? What does he weigh? What does he weigh? What does he weigh? Ooh, I don't know. That's a good question. I'll have to go weigh my dad when I get home. I'll be like, Dad, wake yeah. up. We're going to go weigh you. <laughs> so, I, I thought this was really interesting, though. Rob said that, um, he um, had to go get his driver's uh, test again because I guess uh-huh. you had said that, like, they suggest it. They suggest but- it, but um, there was a guy they told him that um, didn't get the retest and then got in an accident years later or something or months later. Uh-huh. And it wasn't his fault, but the guy, like, pretty much lost everything because he didn't retake that test. Like, he got, uh-huh. I guess, the other person's lawyer found out and then, like, made a scene yeah. out of it and yeah so like it's like they suggested but it's if you don't and then something like that happens you're kind of screwed so oh wow yeah oh, God. yeah oh my god yup so let him take his test yes yes he's <laughs> ready he's ready for his driving test they grow up so fast wow. Steve. they grow up <laughs> wow steve wow. i, I want to ask uh, about the purge on usa yes is are you are you still on that, or is your part? No, over? I think well because my son, the guy, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Joe, died, and so if he's dead, there ain't nobody to take care of me back at the house. So as, oh. as they left, when they left me, they said, "Ah, oh, this guy's not long for this world," oh. and uh, so I'm sure I. Uh, I'm guessing I passed away. I've been wanting to check it out. I haven't had the chance. I'm watching a few things and uh, always with the show and work. I'm busy, but I haven't gotten to check it out yet. But I was originally wondering, too, like, did they stretch out, like, the purge through the whole season? Or is it, like, backstory? Yeah, but... it's really one. It's still one night for, what did they do? We did nine, ten episodes. And, yeah, they just, so it takes place all over the course of one night. And I'm not sure if it comes back, if they'll just do... They might have, like, the main character, he, spoiler alert, uh, he survives the season. So he, I imagine he might come back. Um, and yeah, the way they do it is they kind of go into more background of what led people. Like the guy who my son plays, he's a pretty interesting character. You think he's a good guy at first, and then he's not. But you see sort of the basis of what turned him. And it's a little bit like the political climate in our country right now he felt very left out and uh, got kind of led astray by a motivational guy who's promoting the purge. And there's a whole, so they go into a little more of the background of the people and they can sort of stretch it out that way. That's um, I think that yeah. just like, if they were able to do that in the purge movies, it would make it so much better because in the purge movies, it's just like, ah, oh, so what we're doing, we're just killing this people. This is the night. Yeah. But like to know yeah. the backstories and the yeah, reasons they still why do they're the there. Killing, but it's a lot more of a sort of social commentary about people. Like even people you might not expect what they're driven to, which yeah, is kind of cool. cool. Cause it's not just like white collar. I mean, red, blue, whatever collar you're wearing blue collar i can't keep track of all the colors the blue collar folks but there's like a, there's like a woman executive and she's you sort of see that what's unleashed in her and then the political stuff and so it makes a little more of a 
social commentary. And then they still have the killing stuff, which is kind of cool. Yeah. But it's not as just a slasher. Yeah, because the movies are just like, let's just kill as many people as we can. Board up the windows or go out there and kill. You got two options. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and this, uh, yeah, and this one sort of, and they have like a sort of handful of characters that you follow. And, um, yeah. And then there's me. <laughs> yes. Yes. Are you yes. just killing the kill? <sighs> yes. And I drink a lot of whiskey in the show. He's a killer machine. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He's a he's a drunk, and I've got we don't know what disease I have. It's kind of funny because you don't really see it. There's a scene where I'm dying in bed, basically. Mm. And for the show, they they gave me this makeup that was like these running, open running sores on my arms and my head. You can't the way they shot it. You don't really. see that sounds like leprosy it's really pretty it's pretty just yeah it doesn't know yeah i don't know what i had it's something very bad <laughs> it's not good because i'm coughing and tripping and uh, yeah are, and are, acting acting up a storm in, in the uh purr series are you uh grilling a heart and liver by any chance oh we watched the lore episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I, scene. I watched you growing a heart and a liver, and it was amazing. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. We watched that before the show today, Steve. It was awesome. Awesome. I, I forgot all about that. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I did. I loved it. I really, really enjoyed that part. Fun. Can I ask about this, or do you want to win? Yeah, no. Uh, I want to know. I want to know about this, Steve, because this sounds amazing. So it's in post production right now, and you're uh, listed as a star in a film called Bronco. And the um, the description. I just want to say the description because I think the description is great. It says a young man's life unravels over the course of a customer service phone call, and that's it. (laughs) And I don't. It's just terrible because we shot that. I couldn't, because I saw that pop up, and I was like, what is, I don't remember shooting that. Because I, isn't it sad? It's just sad that I don't remember it. But I remember, I do remember shooting it, and I remember having fun, because a good pal of mine is a producer of it. Um, so I can't tell you a damn thing about it. I'm not, yeah, I, yeah. But first I thought, I wasn't in that movie. Then, oh, yeah, I guess they have a photograph of me. So I guess I am. <laughs> I oh, wow. Yeah, nothing against the producers. I just it was at, I think I it must have been at a crazy time because I don't have a yeah. I'm sure the producers would be glad to hear that. So, Steve, did you talk up the movie? Uh, I don't remember it. I don't remember. It, it, it's it. actually interesting you say that because I was a uh, um at an anime convention uh, last year and I saw uh, Johnny Young Bosch who was a voice actor and he played like the Black Power Ranger and whatever. But he was telling uh. stories. <laughs> he just goes, uh. but no, <laughs> he he was telling stories of how like. People will just like hand him things and they'll be like, oh, here, sign this game for me. And he's like, I'm not in that. And he said one one kid actually handed him a game and he's like, no, you're in this. He's like, no, I'm not in that. And like he, the kid looked it up on YouTube and showed him and he's like, yeah, no, that's me. I'm in it. And he signed the I, game. I had the same thing though. Like somebody's like, oh, I, you said this on the show. And I was like, wait, I said that? Like I, I did not. <laughs> yeah. Say, I did not say that. Like, yeah, but. Yeah, no, it happens. You do it's so much. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm grateful that I guess I'm busy enough that I can forget the one or two things. Yeah. Because in the early days you're like, you don't forget nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, you yes. You hold on to all of that. <laughs> so. Steve, I wanna ask too, are you doing a movie uh written and directed by Charlie Day? 
Yeah, I just this was crazy. I was out in LA about gosh, about three weeks ago. Another for a couple, about three weeks, and I was shooting two movies at the same time, which is insane. That wow. never happens because I was doing. They brought you know the whole Conjuring universe, mm-hmm. which has spawned you know Annabelle one and two and the Nun, and it's become this big. It's grossed over a billion dollars. So. They're doing an Annabelle 3, and they called and asked me, they're bringing me, or they brought me and Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga over from The Conjuring, because the premise is that they bring Annabelle back to the Warrens' house, and very bad things happen. Um, So we shot that, but at the same time, right after I got that job, I got an audition for the Charlie Day movie. It's this part, this great part, because they do a movie, he plays this guy that's kind of this, vagabond he's mute he just wanders off a bus and he gets onto the set of this movie being shot and he happens to look just like the star who won't come out of his trailer so they stick him in the scene but i play the well the part i was direct, uh auditioning for was the, this director of this movie that he's in and it's this british director named tony london and he's like you know he's late 50s where he dresses like he's 30 black leather jacket and jeans and necklaces and rings and but he just had it because he's trying to direct this guy who's never been on a movie set and also doesn't really know how to behave in life at all. He's kind of this sort of almost a Charlie Chaplin kind of fool. And uh, but, I, but they offered me this role and then they said, but it shoots the exact same time as Annabelle 3 shoots. And I was like, ah, damn it, because it was a great part. Ooh. But luckily I have these great agents who just said, no, we're going to make them. We're going to get, you're going to get to do both somehow. And they, they, the trouble is because they said my scenes in both movies were with the stars. Because the Charlie Day movies all like star cameos. Because there's like Ray Liotta and Edie Falco and uh, Jason Sudeikis, all these people. And they said they're probably not going to move it. But they did. They switched the schedule. So I got to shoot both movies. And yeah, the Charlie Day movie is really funny. And a whole lot of fun. Though. I can Animal imagine. Fun. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, uh, Conjuring. Uh, I know Ryder just texted me. That's same here. Like one of my mo- mo- one of the more recent horror movies. That's like one of my favorites. Same with her. Like, yeah, such that's a good awesome. movie. Yeah, they, they did because they sort. It's one one of the horror movies that crossed over to like mainstream. Like people who weren't horror fans liked it. Yeah. Wow. And, what uh, What did you say it was uh, when we looked earlier? Slim twenty. 20- 15 or how long? Uh, yeah. 2013. The, we... 20, the Conjuring two, 2013. You're... Yes. I can't believe it's been that many years. Like, it seems like I. Yeah. It was that's, just a few that's years. where I first met James Wan because I just shot one little scene in that. A year later, he asked me to do Insidious 2 and then I've done all these other things for him. And he, um, yeah, and he's gone from just doing kind of almost independent little movies. Okay. Um, to doing, you know, Aquaman now, which is. Oh, wow. That's from amazing. From what I hear. It's like it's supposed to be astonishing. They said it's just great. Yes, I. I and um, so yeah, and he's producing. He's producing Annabelle, and um, so, so yeah, so he it, did. It, he did the Conjuring, Annabelle, uh, Insidious. Was he also responsible for both for uh, Paranormal Activity? Um, that I don't. I don't think so. Okay. He produced like he did. He he produces all the Conjuring stuff, all the Insidious stuff. And uh, you know anything in the Conjuring universe? That Insidious he, so he's got good. a bunch of other stuff now. The first Insidious I saw, I, I never saw after that, but I loved. So Insidious. that's interesting. Now, yeah. Insid- Insidious and Conjuring—they're supposed to take place in the the same universe, correct? Or is it? So it's well. It, what's confusing is that Patrick Wilson is in both, 
And okay. I get confused too because I kept saying I'm going out to shoot Conjuring. I mean Annabelle. I mean I, I don't know. Yeah, well, because I see I'm looking and, right now. You play Father. Is it uh, a Gordon? Gordon is that in the Conjuring? Yeah, Father Gordon. And then in Insidious, he, you're Carl. So. <laughs> yeah, Carl. Yeah, good old Carl. And um, yeah, so I slapped on the old priest outfit again, and yes. um, it was pretty fun. That's pretty fun. And I got to work with Annabelle, and it, who is a creepy doll. Yes. Because sometimes people say, is this a scary shooting movie? It's like, mm, no. But that doll is the creepy. Doll is, yeah. <laughs> Rob, you see this? She really, it really is. Yes. They just, it's, and, yeah. We talked about that before. It's just okay. a creepy doll. Yeah. You, do you get typecasted as a priest? <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about that before. I don't know, because I've played like four of them. Because I'm just like on your IB, uh, uh, ID, whatever it is. IMDB. IDMB. And I saw, like, we talked about it. Rob reminded me. I yeah. forget things because I'm usually and drunk she- during this. But you were, you were a priest yeah, in... Sure. You you were a priest in uh, Furious Seven and also uh, <laughs> Father yeah. Gordon. Hangman. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I played one, two, three. I think I played like four, three. Love it. And probably a reverend in there somewhere. Yeah, in Hangman, yeah. you were Rev David Green. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Red in Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah. So that's why the, the Charlie Day thing was fun because that was just a departure from any because it's just this guy that he's just. You get the sense that he was very successful once, and now he's just hates his life, and <laughs> nothing goes right. And uh, and I got to hang out with Ray Liotta a lot, which was really cool. I was going to ask you know, that. Grew up watching yeah. all his movies and Cop. I got to talk because Copland is one of my favorite all-time movies, and so I got <clears> to talk about that. And he's just a he's exactly what you might imagine—just a very great guy, real, just sort of New Jersey. You know, uh, and really good egg. He's he was pretty great because he plays the producer of the movie that I'm directing. So he's like, you know, my right hand. We're you know partners sort of. Yes. And um, yeah, so I'm just sitting there getting. I got to direct Adrian Brody and Kate Beckinsale in the movie. Oh. And, yeah, it was just, it was like a dream. But it was I had and Charlie Day too. Yeah. Who is probably wow. one of the nicest human beings on the planet? I was gonna say, what's it working yeah. with him? Like, I, I he's all over the place. Like, he's so great. Yeah. I, mean, I was wondering if like he's working with him regular was like that. guy. He's so great. yeah, because he's also you know, he's directing it and producing it, I and mean, he wrote it and he's starring in it. Yes. And he's but he's just so relaxed and funny and kind because. I was a little nervous because when they hired me, I think they thought I was British because they said, does he have his papers? And I thought, oh, well, no, because I grew up in Cleveland. And so in the, when I first met him, it was like in the hair and makeup trailer, and he came over and introduced himself. And I said, Charlie, I, I grew up in Cleveland. I hope that's not a problem. <laughs> and he said, no, no, man, it's just acting. It's, it's great. That was great. <laughs> and, but yeah, he's, he's great because he brings his, his wife and kids came to the set a couple of days. And, and wow. all these, he hired a lot of his friends uh, to play minor roles, uh, which is really kind of cool. Like people he started out with and stuff. That's so, cool. That's cool. Um, yeah, Ken Young's in it. And it's, uh, it's it was I was I was in hog heaven. I was going to ask about Jason before. Bateman. He's got to have Jason Bateman there. Yes. <laughs> He's like, yes. Oh, it's I- cool. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. And I think they just wrap because they're the rap <sighs> party is tomorrow night in Los Angeles, and it's I can't so go. Cool. I'm in Atlanta. <laughs> oh, you got to go, Steve. We got to get you there. <laughs> How about okay? <laughs> Put it on your tab. <laughs> I want to ask you, Steve. What is the boycott Georgia thing? Is Hollywood trying to boycott Georgia? Uh, man, I don't think so. I think that's because what happened was that 
you know, there was the Stacey Abrams was running against this, the conservative Republican, Brian Kemp. And there's, it's just weird that because, and Kemp's very conservative. And there was just a lot of uh, saying that he had, you know, gotten voters off the roll. A lot of it was blown out of proportion. I mean, I wanted Stacey Abrams because she's just, she's a pretty cool lady. But then when Kemp got elected, because also, you know, he was on Trump's side in this. And so a lot of Hollywood folks just immediately, well, about a handful of actors, well, and I, Alyssa Milano and uh, Bradley Whitford from West Wing and stuff said, let's boycott Georgia. And a lot of us responded saying, you know, don't that. blame us for what the state is doing. Yeah. You know, if you be. boycott Georgia, there's tens of thousands of crew and actors and technicians and vendors, you know, carpenters yes. and all this stuff. Caterers. One guy was like, you're stopping me it's from feeding just... my kids. Like, if you do this, like, it's... Yeah, and so that was part of it, of just saying, you know, don't, and it's it's calmed down a little bit. I was going to ask, uh, why was it only lot. Georgia? But it was just because of that, just because of that. Yeah, that was it. It was just because of, you know, well, we'll show them. It's like, no, you're just going to show, you're just going to make a statement that's going to harm all the working folks. That, yeah. And so hopefully that will die. I think it was just a, it was a little for about a week. It was kind of a thing. Okay. And um, and that they're just sort of not informed about. And I think and they quieted down. They didn't sort of. I think once they realized, oh yeah, we're we're going to be hurting fellow actors and fellow crew people. I was trying to read um, articles on it, and it just it was so convoluted, and I just couldn't really make heads or tails of it. But it seemed like that's all it was. Yeah, it was just an overreaction. It's just so just the way you know, folks on the right overreact and folks on the left overreact. And yeah. both sides, I think, were like, you know, it's like they had, just let it pass. It's yeah. not a big deal. And, and there's so much money invested. I mean, a lot of you know, there's Home Depot, and a lot of people are invested in. You know, it's a it's a many billions of like I think they made like eight billion dollars for the state last year. So it's not something they want to lose. No. No, and um, but it's 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 because but it's hard though because like some states I think North Carolina when they passed that transgender bathroom bill or whatever that you have to be a man or a woman and nothing in between to use the bathroom then a lot of you know Springsteen uh, pulled out of a concert and NBA yeah. playoffs mm-hmm. pulled out so if they pull something like that like a religious liberty bill then you might see folks like Disney and Netflix. Mm. Pull up stakes. I think so, it's creepier. Saying, there's like forty, fifty things shooting there at any one time. I think it's creepier so, to be in a, in a in a male restroom with someone that looks like a lady. Like it's it's creepier that way. Like, I I will go to the bathroom with anybody. <laughs> I think people know that care. about me. People say that's kind of what I'm known for. <laughs> that got me. It was my start. It was my big start. Yeah, <laughs> this is kind of my yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my reputation. I don't care. It's like kind of my business card. So, well, what have you guys been up to? Just doing the show. Season five, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Fifth year in, it's like sometimes it's like, wow. Yeah. I always uh, said I was going to quit season see, five. That's what he announced last year, Steve. <laughs> yeah. that this was his last season. Yeah, five, five so years, I was thinking so like five. Rob and Steve next year, or I don't know. I don't know. What wow. are we going to do? When did, so when, did, when did you guys start? 2014. Wow. We've been before The Conjuring. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we were a year after The Conjuring. Oh, okay. <laughs> but we did a show. We did a show a uh, year earlier with his cousin, and then I'm like, bro, your cousin is kind of a dud, and Sim's like, I just fired him. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, wow. we gotta lose, we gotta work out some of your cousin, Slim, and he's like, I just fired him. So, I was like, wow, Slim. 
That's great. Wow. <laughs> I've done that throughout the years. So you're doing pretty. You're doing pretty people. well now. Yeah, so. we're doing okay for ourselves. We're doing good, but uh, still not where we'd like to be. But doing good, doing good. And just the fact that like we've met people like you, Steve. Yep. Just I was telling someone oh, before the show. What a joy! Oh, it you. is. It is yeah. joyous. <laughs> But just the fact, like, uh, that you come back and, like, just the private messages off the show, everything's cool. It's so cool. And yeah, it's fun. Not to, like, you know, brush your ego yeah. or anything, uh, Steve, but oh, you're a great no, you're good. you're a great actor. Like, we were watching the episode of Laura, and I'm like, the best thing about this is Steve. I said the same thing. I'm like, just skip to Steve. I want to see Steve. Like, it was Steve a little rough amazing. before that, but then, yeah, I was like, fuck yeah. I'm all in. All in. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask, too, Steve, are you keeping up on The Walking Dead? I I saw... I, I haven't seen it since Rick went off in the helicopter. Okay. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, I haven't I, seen the time I haven't seen the time jump thing they did. I heard about it, but I have to catch up to that. But it's yeah, been cool. Well it got me a little mad they they made this big build up of goodbye and then that same night they announced that there's gonna be some movies with him. I know. I just wanna ask like, uh, oh, yeah. what you felt about Alexandria. Like I love that it's still standing. Um yeah. I, I think it's I think it's fantastic the way they they still have Alexandria. Yes. I'm very glad. <laughs> so I, I I have to confess something to you, Steve. So I bragged yeah. to people that you know I talked to superstar Steve Coulter, and they're like, "Well, who's oh. who's who's Steve Coulter?" And I'm like, "Well, he played uh, he played Douglas Monroe in uh, <laughs> in Walking Dead, Reg Monroe." So Jesus I, Christ. I've gotten it wrong for <laughs> since we know you. I had a, I had a guy I just met the other day, and I was telling him about the show, and he's I I was like, "Yeah, we have some Walking Dead people, and we have some other people," and he goes, "Which?" Who have you talked to in Walking Dead? I was like, oh, the one guy who was in charge of Alexandria. And he knew exactly who he was. He said the guy that got cut. Like, yeah. he, got his, oh. he got his neck cut. And I was like, yes, yeah. he's he's awesome. Yeah, so. So it's... you should be the one talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just giving the wrong character. <laughs> like, yeah, he played Douglas Monroe. Or was supposed yeah. to. I mean, that's. He played Larry, Larry Monroe. You know, Larry. Yeah. <laughs> You should be able to publish it. Just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people just think you're a and zombie this is, somewhere. This is why it slims <laughs> last year, Steve. You, you've, you've uncovered it. <laughs> My God. Yes. Oh, Jesus wow. Christ. Oh, Steve, I hope you talk to us again. <laughs> I, no, I think this is it. Uh, oh, no. Was all I take it back, Steve. Community service thing, and I think I've fulfilled <laughs> oh, my the week. <laughs> this is the end of I community that, service. Yeah, I don't think, I, I think I've fulfilled the obligation, so I'm free now. I've just, just come up with the name the of this interview. The name of this interview is Community yeah. Service with Steve Coulter. <laughs> Who yeah. played Douglas? <laughs> Steve <laughs> Douglas in The Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a choice of picking up garbage or talking to you guys. Talking thought, to these well, guys. I'll, I'll talk to them. <laughs> Every couple of months. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeez. All right, Steve, we have to wrap this up, but as always, it's been a great time talking to you. Yes, I enjoy talking to you, fellas. Every and time. Take care of your father. Yes. Yes. Um, yes, yes. Where can everybody find you? Where can you find me? Uh, oh, uh, well, no one's really. There's a new movie out. It's actually a really good movie. Not again. Not because I'm in the damn thing. Uh, Jason Reitman, who did uh, Juno and all that, he has a movie called um, uh, The Front Runner, 
which is really good. It's about Gary Hart. It's really kind of a political thriller. It's really cool. And I just play, I play the, uh, this guy named Bob Kaiser, who's the editor of the, uh, managing editor of the Washington Post. It's cool. It's worth seeing. Cool. It's in theaters, but it's also DVD and see that. And um, I'm going to the store tomorrow if anyone wants to see me there. <laughs> what yes. store? So yeah, yeah. I'm working doing a series with Patricia Arquette, which is really cool. It's going to be on Hulu next year, I guess. We're shooting about we're on the seventh episode now, or fifth, fifth, yes. Awesome, awesome. And then I'm going to go skiing. Right. <laughs> where you where you skiing? In in Colorado. Ooh. It sounds like I've never done this before. It's not like oh, oh yeah, the the Hollywood elite. That's what we do. We go to Colorado. I've, uh, my girlfriend for my birthday got me, well, we started, I gave her for Christmas. Well, I don't know. For her birthday, I gave her something. <laughs> this is a good story, isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to go skiing in Colorado, so I can't wait. It's going to be fun. <laughs> so hopefully I don't die. I don't know. Don't do the Sonny Bono thing. Send us selfies while you're skiing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I will send you selfies. I will. I actually will. That's awesome. I can't wait. Put it, put it on your fridge. <laughs> I will. I'll there's, make magnets. There's Uncle Steve. <laughs> He's the one that sends the check. <laughs> he pays for everything. All right, Steve. We love you, brother. Well, take care. Take care, my friend. You too. We'll talk, talk soon. Talk to you soon. All right. Later, Bye. Steve. We'll be back. So much fun. So much fun. Steve's the best. Yeah. <laughs> This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or Medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost. Don't wait. If the deadline passes, you may lose your opportunity to get a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace at little or no cost to you. 800-631-1768-800-631-1768-800-631-1768-800-631-1768. That's 800-631-1768. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? Mm. What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. 800-605-1683. 800-605-1683. That's 800-605-1683. Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee, for the editor and creator, Fluffer, for Comics Watching Comics, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show.
Robinson Show, we are back with Kevin Horek. How's it going? Good, Kevin. How you doing? I'm very well. Can't complain, you know? Cool, cool. <laughs> You're a chief uh, design officer and a TV radio host and a published author, correct? Wow. That's correct. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's been a fun journey. <laughs> it sounds it. Um, how old are you? You don't seem... You, I'm maybe 35. Okay, I was thinking like 20s, but that's... That's quite accomplished. <laughs> quite accomplished. Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. Uh, you're from Alberta, Canada, correct? Yeah, I'm born and raised, lived here most of my life. I spent uh, a bunch of time in, in L.A. in 2004 when I was 21. But other than that, I have basically been here for the whole, my, the, I guess my life for the most part. That's yeah. what I was going to ask if you went back there because I saw, uh, I think you went to school or, or something in L.A., correct? Yeah, I I spent, yeah, I took some classes at UCLA for, for a time in 2004, which was actually really, really interesting and fun. Um, I took like a corporate design course down there and they had people kind of from all over different parts of the world. And you, you had an assignment and you had to print it off and bring it next class into like a lecture hall. There was no computers. And you had to put your work up on the board and everybody in the room had to go around and say to everybody's piece what they liked and didn't like and why and it was really really eye-opening so it was, it was a really good time wow that does sound that does sound crazy crazy what um what were you going to school for was it for the web design stuff yeah so i basically um fell into it a little bit when i was 12 in in grade school they were they were kind of teaching us how to build little websites in computer class and wow. kind of just played with that on the evenings and weekends and then my whole family's been in computers, so I kind of grew up with a computer since the '80s and the little Macs and, and stuff. And yeah. my dad came to me one one day, and he was he just said to me, "Look, there's a course at the local tech college um, that basically has all the stuff you've been playing with. We should at least go to the info night." And I actually left high school a month early to go. Had to go back and write my like, final exams, and then just kind of been working in the industry ever since, really. And then. Um, just kind of, you know, working at startups and marketing agencies and um, software companies and handful of other kind of jobs. And it, it's been kind of a journey, I guess. Yeah. Cool. I was going to ask, what was the first computer that got you hooked? Uh, it was like the Apple II. My dad used to bring them home on the weekend and play with them. And I remember he worked for the government up here and oh, we got wow. to use the internet like really early on oh, wow. when they had access to it you had to basically dial in to work but you had to do it after hours and you could only do it for like a half hour and and then out to the internet so it was kind of slow back in the early dial-up days yes. so that was kind of interesting playing i remember playing black and white stratego all the time on on the mac and <laughs> <laughs> our, our guy our one guy he's not in tonight but i think that was the computer that got him in trouble right so yeah was he probably like the oregon trail our or something friend, on uh, uh, yeah. Pete, yep. you yep. call him a uh, Lamborghini. He got in trouble. I think he broke an Apple II in the school he went to, <laughs> and and he got like expelled or something. Yeah. <laughs> what um? Yeah. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Kev? No, no, I'm no, no. Go ahead. I was gonna ask, in your opinion, what is the greatest advance in computers? Is it Ooh. is it dial up to cable? Is it um like desktop to laptop um what in your opinion is the greatest advancement in computers 
I, I definitely think it was going from dial-up to high-speed cable internet. I remember that those days, like yes. Netscape Navigator Gold. That was such a good browser back in the day, yes. you know. So I, I think that I agree. I for me, kind of changed everything, right? Yeah. Not saying the mobile or the iPhone or the BlackBerry didn't change yes. everything, yes. but just I think like those technologies wouldn't have been around if we didn't have the internet exactly. right yeah exactly yeah no yeah the, the smartphones the tablets are amazing but yeah just just the, the amazing uh <laughs> advance from dial up to yeah high speed could, cable or whatever it is. could you imagine if we never yeah. got like oh. high speed uh cable and it was always <laughs> dial up and like you had to we got this new phone you can plug your uh, ethernet cable into it and you get on the oh, internet oh, exactly exactly <laughs> right? so it, I, I just think that none of that stuff would have, would be around yes. if we never went to high speed internet. Yes, I have to have to agree on that one. I have to agree 100 on that one. Um, I want to ask too, Kev. Um, sure. With with sure. Um, designing uh, stuff, uh, you've worked for a lot of companies. You worked for BMW, Best Buy, Apple, yep. and uh, Adobe, and more. Uh, what has been um, one of your favorite and uh, most accomplished pro- projects you've worked on? I, I think to be fair. When I think the the best projects I've ever worked on or are really when you're working on a startup, right? Because it's cool, don't get me wrong, to do stuff for big brands, but a lot of times it's a project and you have guidelines and you basically need to stay in those guidelines and you have a time frame. But working on a startup from nothing and you're working with a team of people when you're literally designing the first elements of the whole app or or web app or both and then you're working with guys that are writing the first kind of lines of code and you're planning it out and then you actually see that thing launch months or or years later and then you keep iterating on it and you you start getting customers and feedback and it evolves into something that you never thought it would become I, that to me is the most rewarding. Sounds like it, yeah. Because you like it, it seems like it would be more stressful working for those big companies. Like you have, yeah, you have to live up to a standard where you can make the standard when you're just on a startup. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right. And a lot of times, it, it sounds cool, and it is cool. But at the end of the day, working for a big brand is just like working for anybody else at some point, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, the budget might be a bit b- bigger. But usually the timelines are are shorter, and they want something a lot cooler. They in, want more you know, for yeah. They want more out of you. You you know you you got to exactly. really really stand up. Yeah, that's that's basically how they work. Yeah, yeah. More so. out of you for less whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. I agree. I agree. That goes to, towards everything, pretty much. Um, yeah, well, and you don't have the creative freedom, right? Usually you don't have as much creative freedom. Yeah, yes. So. Exactly. That's that's yeah. great to hear. It's on every level. It's not on just <laughs> entry level. Exactly. It's, it's, it goes it's all the different. way up. <laughs> It's different I, problems, right? Yeah, I was wondering if, like, I was wondering, like, I don't know too if if you deal with it, Kevin. But I've heard uh, people saying I, I I've witnessed it, like, working at different jobs. I've worked a bunch of different jobs, and the bosses, okay, you ask them a question, they never have an answer. Like, I always wondered, like, they always have to look into it. I was wondering, like, does that go all the way up to like NASA and stuff? Like, <laughs> I, gotta look, I gotta look into that. Well, yeah. Well, I'm sure, like, a, a lot of times it's. There's uh, the bigger the organization, the more people that have to approve everything, right? And sometimes mm-hmm. working on 
a project, you know that they're like, okay, well, you have three months to do it. You're like, well, it's, you know, it's going to take six or nine months just to get it internally approved. Right. Oh, so yes. a lot of times those projects just get delayed. So I, I think in a lot of cases, yeah, it, it can a lot of red tape, right? Yes. Yeah, definitely. That's yeah, that's, that's crazy. Kevin, I wanted to ask you, um, your sure. radio and TV show building the future. Mm-hmm. How, how long have you been doing that for? Um, almost four years now, the, the radio version anyway, TV's been two or almost okay. two. And it's, it's live in a ton of, uh, locations, correct? Uh, it, they're all pre-recorded, but yeah, it airs on a handful of, uh, FM digital and, and podcasting network out of LA. And then obviously it goes up online. Um, kind of started it. Well, I did start it 100% to get over my fear of public speaking, to be honest with you. Wow, <laughs> that's amazing that you've gone that far with it, too. Yeah, yeah I was going to ask if you did well, it all yourself or if you had a team of people uh, helping you, or, or how did that start? No, well, it, it kind of came by accident. I actually got asked to be on somebody else's sh- uh, radio show, and I wasn't what they were looking for at the time. I just didn't have what they were looking for. And I basically been thinking about doing a podcast basically since podcasting became a thing. And I was really scared to publish anything online writing. Um, I published my design work because you kind of have to, as a designer, if you want to move up, you need to showcase your work, but I would never really write anything or post. Like I had blog posts that I'd written that I never published. Um, Always wanted to do a podcast and, so I got asked to be on the show and I said, you know what? I'm just going to take a shot at this. I wrote back to the lady said, I'm not what you're, I'm looking for. I'm not what you're looking for, but do you know if they're looking for anybody else to do a show? And she said, I don't know. Pass you on to the station manager in Atlanta. And I basically set up a call with her, pitched her my idea. They were looking for a similar type show, had to go through a little bit of media training, which was basically watch a handful of YouTube videos and, um, you know, started recording shows, right? And yeah. the backstory to the whole thing is I spent a number of years, like I'm one of those people that just randomly adds people on LinkedIn. Some people love that. Some people hate that. I've had people like laugh at me for it, like to my face. I don't really care. I, it's LinkedIn for me has kind of gotten, I would say 90 plus percent of the things I've gotten career-wise. So for me, it's worked in, yeah. in my favor. But uh, like so basically, Right. And so I um, started reaching out to some of those connections because I never really had a reason to reach out to them. But now I had this show and I reached out to them and say, hey, I'm going to be doing this show. You know, I followed you for a long time. Love to have you as a guest. Some people I never heard back from. Some people said, yeah. And others said, no, no, thank you. But, yeah, um, you know, and you guys know how hard and time consuming Mm -hmm. It can be to get people on the show, yes. so just kind of started with that, right? Yeah, I love that. That's so, an amazing and, story. And then I evolved. I, I figured out, as you guys know, like this to me has kind of been a fun side project that that I m- maybe transition it to full time at some point or at least more. But it's just me. Yeah. I do kind of everything. Um, but I figured out a while a couple years ago. Um, to partner with kind of PR and marketing firms in, in big U.S. cities, you know, L.A., San Francisco, Chicago, New York, and they send me their guests or their 
their clients, which I have as guests, right? And and so I don't really necessarily go out and find guests anymore. There's the odd person I still reach out to if I really want to have them on the show. But for the most part, I you know I cut that out, right? Because it, it, you guys know it's, it can be really really time consuming. So uh, yes. that's been really good. And then they send me their top people or clients, right? That's that that will fit for the show. So. Yep. That's one thing I recommend to people do if they can partner with companies that are, you know, basically have the type of people that they want on the show saves you a ton of time. I agree. Uh, just like just, I've noticed that too, like the past season or so, like I used to go on Twitter and go on follow sprees and then reach sure. out to people. But like you said, then out of the blue, we have had people following us that I don't yeah. have to do that as much anymore. It, it's yeah. amazing. It's amazing when you grow the show like that. I love that. No, I totally. Yeah. It's, it's fun, right? Well, you guys know it's, it's a blast talking to people kind of all over the world yeah. about their passions and what they, why they do the things they do. Exactly. Exactly. And it's also, I say too, to people like I love um, giving people something to just forget their mundane, you know, their everyday yeah. lives. Like you give them that little escape and it's, it's just great. It's great. Totally. Or, or inspire them to actually do their own thing, whatever mm -hmm. that is, whether it's like pursue a hobby or start a business in the, on the side or, or actually raise some money and quit their job and go for it or whatever that is. We right? had a guest. Um, we had a guest. rewarding. Yeah. We had a guest. Um, sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, we had a guest Joe Pepe on um, over sure. the summer. And just after that, he got the bug and he started his own podcast. Like that's it was awesome. just great to I, see. Totally. Yes. No, I, I think that's great. And I'm curious. I found the podcasting community to be super supportive, open, you could basically ask them anything and people will give you advice, their feedback, their thoughts. Like it's been a really amazing community to be a part of. I'm yes. assuming you guys have found that as well. For the most part, uh, we do have, we do have people that kind of hate on us. Yeah. Uh, we've, I've uh, stepped on but, some toes, um, but also like when you get to a certain, like we're at, you know, when you get to a bigger level, like people sure. uh, come at you more. But I found that too, for the most part, like, um, like you said, like sure. a lot of people are, um, a lot of people will come to me too. And I, um, I never shut them down. Like people yeah. ask about, uh, what, what board we brought, we use, um, sure. what microphones we have. Yeah. I love that. I do love that. And, uh, yeah, it's always cool. It, it's very cool. Very cool. Talking to people about that. Um, even people that have been, We've had people that have been broadcasting as long as we have, and uh, they just ask how we do certain things with like Skype, getting it on, you know, the show, sure. and it's, it's just it's great. It's great to help somebody and and feel like that you you've made a difference in their show. And we've totally. had comedians on. Um, uh, our friend uh, Dave Hodge actually didn't want to do a podcast okay. until he was on our show. He did our show, and he was like, yes. "I want to do a podcast," and he's been doing a podcast for two or three years now. Yeah. That's, That's really awesome. Cool, yeah. That's great. Yes. Um, I want to ask you too, Kev. Um, sure. I saw you do a monthly um, uh, uh, beer meetup called Nerds Night Out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How long have you been well, doing that for? It, oh, since oh, nine years, 10 years, something Sounds like that. It's cool. 2009. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So almost 10 years. Um, the crazy thing, a buddy and I, they're there's all these networking events in town and well in most cities right and we were like i don't want to go to a networking event after work where you have to sit through a presentation by somebody that's really smart and it, it's probably pretty good to some people in the audience but 
it's over the heads of some people. I was wondering it, that. Yes. It, it might not be applicable to what I do day to day. So it's cool, but nobody was doing something where you literally just book a table and people show up, have some drinks, have some dinner at a bar and talk about whatever from shop to whatever's trending in the media to video games to whatever, right? It didn't really matter. And everybody was welcome. It didn't really matter if, you were brand new in the industry if you were you've been around for decades and kind of everywhere in between and you know we i met a lot of really good local people that have been com- become friends with we've gotten each other jobs we've done projects together we're friends that kind of thing right so mm. him and i jared is his name we jared and i were just like let's just do this and him and i both worked downtown i actually worked across the street from the bar that we originally did it at it doesn't exist anymore but we just you know would head there every or once a month and it, the days kind of change we usually try to do wednesday night but right after work and people stayed for anywhere from an hour to three four five hours it just was just kind of a fun time i love it and it, it just makes you sound just like a regular guy yep. you don't you like i love that uh that was one thing i uh doing the guest prep i was like that's that's amazing you just <laughs> you know, uh, people have, I think, a wrong conception that, yeah, this person doesn't do regular things. Like, no, but you do. I, I love to see That's that. Cool. It, well, it's the thing that I find interesting, and you guys probably experience this as well, is you talk to these people that have been wildly successful in from money to status to whatever, and they're just regular people. And mm-hmm. a lot of them are really willing to talk about the highs and lows and and just be a regular person right and sometimes people are scared to approach them or ask them things and you'd be surprised at how many times like if you genuinely reach out to somebody with a question a lot of people no matter how successful they are if it's good or they can help you will genuinely help you which i found really quite fascinating yeah, I agree. I agree with David just like reaching out for guests, like uh, the guy we had before yeah. you, Kev. Uh, yeah, Steve yeah I was looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, same thing. Like, and I said, like, even just every now and then he'll pop, I'll get a message from him, just like, how's life? Like, it's, it's great. It's great to have, yeah, yeah, to be able to form that kind of relationship with somebody. You never would have the chance to outside of, of that. Like, it's, it's great. Totally. Go, going back totally. to what you said, too, where you said, like, you sure. and your friend had just said, okay, let's do this. So I find that so interesting because that's kind of how Rob and I started where we were just like, Hey, we want to do radio. Let's do it. Yeah. There was nothing really yeah. more deeper than that. We were just like, we're going to do it. And we did it. Yeah. And eventually yeah. it became this, like we grew over time, but I, yeah. I uh, had a guy recently who wanted to get into podcasting and I, I told him like, Hey, check out my show. And then out of nowhere, he's just like, Oh, I haven't had time to listen to your show because I've been listening to podcasts about how to make a podcast. And I'm like, <laughs> No, I'm like just just do it. Just buy a mic. Just, there's yeah, a, I yeah. I can give you like there's a, we started with a like forty five dollars Samsung Go mic that you hook onto a fucking yep. um <laughs> laptop on the top of it yes. and it's good to go and that's yeah. it. Just do it. Don't you don't well, need to do all that research or anything. You've developed no, that over time. I, well, to be hundred percent honest with you, I still use an eighty dollar mic that I bought. I actually bought a second one because sometimes if I record in person, I use a little two track, but I literally all the shows are done with an $80 mic and I either use zoom video, which I don't pay for because I don't really need to, 
<laughs> or I use this $30 Skype plugin that I paid one time for to record shows. I love so that. So yes. $110 is what I basically you could get into podcasting. That, yeah. yeah, honestly. And then like, like you, you really hundred, who doesn't have a hun- extra $100 if you want to be ser- somewhat serious about it, right? Yeah, yeah. even yeah. if you, you need, don't to, need put- to go spend thousands of dollars. Yeah. Exactly. It's not that just that, but this kid was like, yeah, so I, I understand that. You you got to learn how to talk, and podcasts are supposed to be 45 minutes. I'm like, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I heard that, too. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> we do a three and a half hour. So, like, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's too – It's I, I think the thing that I've come to realize in the last maybe couple years, even after I started doing a show, is you just – it's so hard to comprehend. You just need to pick a day and start yeah, and you'll figure it out. And it's going to be a pain. You're going to have, you're going to struggle. Like, and yes. no matter how far you take it, you will struggle with something. Like, I was going to ask you I that. Is there anything with my you show. With? You guys probably have problems with your oh, show. They're the different than what yeah. you had when you were starting out. Yeah. They're just different, right? They just, they so, just come up. They come as up far out of the yeah, as far as technology goes, yeah, there's like out of nowhere, like something has been working great for years, and then today mm, yeah. it's not working that way anymore, and it's like, yes. what? <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Or there's some other thing on the side, like maybe you're trying to get, maybe you're trying to make more money from the show, and you know, you obviously when you first started out, you probably weren't making any money from the show, and then. Now you have a big enough following, and you're like, "Well, how do I make money off the show?" So I'm it's like a different problem, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's every yes. day struggle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, uh, I right? Would, like we've talked about it off the show too. We have this one guy that was um. Oh my God! He did like a 15 minute like silly podcast, and after a year, he wasn't as big as Howard Stern, so he was gonna quit. He was yeah, like, you know, sure. like no, you, no one's ever gonna be that big. No one's ever gonna no. be Howard Stern except uh, for Howard Stern. I'm right? so pissed uh, off. I think the where uh, well, Rob and I were into this for like a year in our old show, and I had noticed an old like high school buddy had started a YouTube channel, and he was on his yeah. second episode that was 30 minutes long, and he's like, "Why is nobody liking it? Why is nobody commenting it? I'm gonna quit if people don't start commenting on this." It's like, stop, yeah, stop. Yeah. <laughs> well, I honestly, and I I read this somewhere, and I'm curious to get your guys' thoughts that you need before you start seeing any success it's between 200 and 300 pieces of content that you created. Yes. So think about that. How long does it take you to create two to 300 pieces of content before you actually start developing a real audience? That's at least, at That's, least five years. I would, I would think like if you're doing it well, weekly. Yeah. Right? Or like it could be a blog post though. Right. It could mm. be blogs. It could be a bunch of stuff, but yes, it, it, like least. 200 pieces of content is you're mm. not going to do that overnight. You're not going to yeah. do that in months. No. It's going to take a year or may or longer. It's right? kind of like you're on probably YouTube looking at three years. Yeah. YouTube. Um, it's, it's pretty much, you have to have a thousand subscribers to be somewhat of a su- success on there. Like you were still not yeah. at that. Like, yeah, I mean, you could pay for it, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna no have uh, an audience. That's not, you know, genuine, but yeah, like it's, it's, it's a hard, slow build. It's also um, interesting yeah. looking at like Ram and I have interviewed a lot of comedians and we had this guy, uh, John sure. Peasy and who um, yes. is he's nobody, he was on like America's got talent and he's like, good, he's doing well, but he's been doing it for 30 years yes. and he's hasn't sure. completely blown up. And he's even said like, 
you know, you gotta get lucky. Sometimes you just, like, you do a video and it blows up. Other times it doesn't, but you have to do it because you love doing it. And that's yeah, really, I think, there's really no what it comes formula. down to. You could, yep. you could be doing it for years and you may get successful or not. You could be doing it for one day and you might blow up, <laughs> you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, I 100% agree. Kevin, we have to wrap this up, dude, but it's been a blast talking sure. to you. It's been great. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, man. Thank. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on the show, and uh, it's been really fun. And uh, thanks, guys. Thank you. Yeah, um, where can everybody find you? Uh, you can go to buildingthefutureshow.com, or if you just Google, like, Kevin, K-E-V-I-N, and H-O-R-E-K, you'll find a bunch of stuff, and people can check it out and reach out to me. I'm totally open to ask or answer questions about really anything so cool. thanks guys thank you so much kevin have a no, good one no problem you too okay bye bye See ya. oh my god so good uh that's kevin always... you're gonna have to hang up because oh. for some reason i'm having i'm having a glitch where i okay. can't i can't okay. hang all you right up. later bye later, later boy later dude oh my god so much i don't fun. know like the phone's all messed up uh, <laughs> all right he's had one of those things oh um, yeah, yeah it's so weird it's still telling me to call kevin but it's also still saying he's still on the line oh oh we know. did we set something up though like maybe that screwed things up we set up one of those like i don't know appointment type things so maybe <laughs> okay. kevin broke our show <laughs> kevin you broke our show all right we're gonna break yeah Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey, it's Ryder, your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time you had a girl down on her knees worshipping your fucking perfect cock? Over on Night Flirt, my friends and I... We take really, really good care of you. We are real girls offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill, so you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at FlirtRiderDoll and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes for you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams. Hello, Yes, hello. This is Prince Charles. And if I have to listen to any more of this show, I'm going to eat my own face. We'll be right back. Lucas. Hey there, buddy. How's it going? Great. How you doing, Lucas Corvada? 
<laughs> Lucas Corvada is still alive. That's good to know. <laughs> that is great to know. That's great to hear. Oh my god. Yeah. We have uh we were just discussing in our break. Uh, I think it was like season 1 we we came across each other and it's it's always great. Always great mm-hmm. talking to you, Lucas. Yep, it was uh it was your first season. I think um I think I was uh you you only had like 200 followers at the time. Like <laughs> You were like, followers. you were like, am I really gonna do this? Yeah, you were big bottom of the water like, show. Yeah, like, these guys, bottom oh. of the barrel show. <laughs> it, it was. I mean, at the bottom of the barrel, and you guys booked me for it too. You know, <laughs> so uh, that shows where I was in your list. <laughs> we were the swell at the bottom of the podcast. Yeah, well, you're talking about what? how there's. There's about three of you from Radio Gaslight. Oh, yeah. It's it's you, uh, Peter Mayhead, and, and uh, Sadie Katz. Sadie yeah, Katz. They, that's it. You guys are <laughs> like, wow. Like, wh- why are you guys using that? Like, <laughs> you guys are great. Dude, that's good right. question. We're like, bad re- we're like a bad relationship, you know. Yeah. <laughs> good question, do you, Lucas. Do you still oh, use Radio Gas? Do you still use Radio Gaslights? Do I still use what? Well, when we first met on the Radio Guestless site. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Yes, I. St- you know, every now and then, I, I every now and then I'll, I'll pop in there and uh, uh, well, they send emails. You know, hey, we're looking for this type of person. We're oh. looking for something. So every now and then I do, yeah. But I don't know how big it is anymore. I don't know. Uh, I think it lost its luster when they wanted to charge a, a exorbitant amount that- of money for. Uh, for shit that you're like, what the hell? And they don't like us. They yeah. they, they well, banned us. You know, I really think what was the downfall of Radio Guest List is if, if you look into it, there's these shows, uh, Frankie and the Jerez, uh, I think it was Ron and Cheese. <laughs> and, um, and, and, and Red, White, and You. Red, White, and You, they really, like, kind of... It kind of lowered the expectations for the uh, lowered site. Lowered the bar for them? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I yeah. ran ads as other shows, Lucas, and we still do. We still have people call us that are expecting another show, but they get they get some wild ride. I can't even explain it. I can't even explain it to you. <laughs> well, who did they think they were booking for? You know, like Oprah Winfrey? I mean, come on. Let's, let's be honest here, you know? I mean, Martha Stewart's maybe, but that's because she's got a record. It's just because you know? she... That's, that's, Yes, she she has that uh, that uh, prison record. <laughs> right. Oh man, how was your Thanksgiving, Lucas? You know, it was a great Thanksgiving. I spent it uh, just with my parents, my mom and my dad, and then uh, went out to um, and spent it with with another actor friend. His name is Rick Vargas, one of New Mexico's best and most ta- like I, I will say this with all honesty he is one of the most talented actors and most devoted actors i've i've known um and he was also my roommate for a small time we um we rented a condo together and so you know it's nice to to connect with him and and see him he's a, a totally straight guy marine former marine like you would not expect him and i to be uh to be good buddies but um <laughs> Last night we had a writing session because we're working on a project on a on a on a script, and uh, he was reminding me of a time that we went out uh, partying. You know, we were out hanging out in town, and he's like, "Lucas, you got to come home. You know, come home. I don't need to drive. I don't want you to drive home. I don't. You know, I want to make sure you get home safe." I'm like, "Screw you, screw you, fuck you, whatever." <laughs> and uh, ultimately. Some uh, a group of lesbians thought he was being homophobic to me. I had no idea this happened, and 
and they like chased him down and like following him and and tried beating the shit out of him and then he's like hey you know so he he uh, he kind of turned the tables on them but uh wow. they thought he was being homophobic he was just you know wanting to make sure i got uh, a safe ride home i was trying to pick up a guy probably i'm sure i was gonna and, say like uh, how did how did these lesbians know you were gay do you just scream gay how do you not know <laughs> i just it just oozes out of me like you, you know I, even even when I'm on the farm, we we uh, I'm he- I've been here visiting my parents on the farm, and we killed uh, we slaughtered some uh, animals, you know, some livestock, some pigs this weekend, and a cow the fall the week before. And uh, even when I'm out there on the farm, I color coordinate. Are you kidding? I might get blood on me, but I know how to coordinate this outfit. So uh, yeah, there's no there's no hiding it, not even from the pigs. <laughs> I was gonna say I figured you can kill the pigs because they're just like, oh, that guy's gay. He's not gonna do anything to us. Yeah, those, those <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a steer. I'll know. I know what to do with this steer. I know what to do with that stud. Come on. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. And Lucas, I, I want to say, um, I just got into Breaking Bad. Um, Slim's watching before. I want to ask, nope. how accurate is that to New Mexico? Is that is that like dead on New Mexico? <laughs> that's, I figure that's real life. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I think it is. Uh, I think I think it's pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, fortunately and unfortunately, the. Uh, Fortunately, the views are extremely accurate. That is, uh, that is New Mexico. Uh, they didn't hide any of it. They got to show all of its beauty. Unfortunately, so are some of the uh, the plots in there. Wow. Uh, some of those are, are, are somewhat accurate. Um, oh, wow. Funny thing, and, and I'll put a plug in here for Com- Albuquerque Comic Con, which is coming up now in, uh, let's see, January 18th through 20th at, um, at uh, Albuquerque Comic Con at the uh, convention center. Anyhow, I was doing a Comic-Con gig several years ago, and one of the products that I was uh, uh, sponsoring or, or um, that they asked me to endorse or whatever it is, the celebrity stuff that they, they ask you to do, and um, one of the products was bra- uh, Bathing Bad. It was a spinoff product from, of course, Breaking Bad, and it was bath salts that looked like the blue meth. Uh, that's amazing. And, uh, <laughs> so, we, you know, of course, I'm giving them out to all the celebrity friends and whatever, and so uh, a couple of them actually got stopped at the airport. Linda Pizarro from Operation Repo. She's on the reality show Operation Repo. They actually pulled her aside oh. and detained her until they tested her bath salts to make sure they were authentically bath salts and not meth. Wow. So, um, uh, yeah, and she's not the only celebrity that that happened to. That happened to, like, a slew of, it, of other celebrities that were going through that weekend through the airport. They were like, hey, this is New Mexico. We've got to make sure that this is legit bath salt. <laughs> not the ones you snort either because that yes. will just screw you up. Yes. Um, yeah, just ask the guy in Florida. You know, you end up eating a man's head off, you know, biting his head off. So, I forgot uh, about that. Yeah. Crazy yes. shit will happen when you, when you snort bath salts, I, I understand. Ooh, Not that it's ever happened to me, uh, but... <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty accurate, I That's think. That's what I know? thought. Right? I know we've talked to Alan and, and John Cuellar before, and from what they've told us, it's it sounds like it's dead on. Sounds like it's dead well, on. Now, the um the the uh, restaurant that that guy Gus owns, it's just like a taco place. I think Alan had told us, right? Oh, is that a real, that's a real I place? I think it's a real place, but I don't think it's a chicken place. I think it's like a taco place. Oh, wow. So that is correct. So it's a taco plate. It's a taco joint. Um, but uh, they renamed it uh, Los Pollos Hermanos, which is uh, the two chicken brothers. Um, 
but it what it really was a taco it's a taco place i forget the name of the taco place i think it's uh, oh. uh well, i'm not sure what the what, what la it is. tacos most tacos. <laughs> tacos i don't eat i don't eat tacos i i eat uh i eat uh sirloin <laughs> steak no i meat give me meat right <laughs> poultry no <laughs> No, uh, and especially in a taco, uh, you know, I, I am not into I'm not into that. Like I'm not into pussy. So uh, yeah, I was gonna say no fish tacos. No fish tacos. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Lucas, what did you do with uh, Eric Estrada? Er, you know what didn't I want to do with Eric Estrada <laughs> is the real question. What didn't I want to do? Uh, you know, I, I moderated and hosted several of the panels over over the weekend with him, and um, you know, and, and and got to work with him at Santa Fe Comic Con. And I got to say that he is extremely extremely gracious and so nice to work with. You know, fuck humility sometimes. Um, I can't say that he's humble. But um, I guess where he is at, at this place in life, you know, he's definitely earned the credibility to uh, to be, you know, to, to be authentic. He's definitely authentic, and I, I admire him for his um, I admire him for his truthfulness, his honesty. He talked about his uh, his father and, and how his father was a heroin addict, and, and how that kind of influenced his life. How his uh, stepfather influenced his life, and. And and was a cop, and that's why he went on to uh, to be an actor and did uh, Chips. Yes. And um, and now one of his uh, one of his uh, passions is uh, child pornography. You know, finding um, pedophiles online and and nailing them. And so he's actually got a um, he's a police officer or a private eye, a private investigator. And he does that online on his spare time. Is uh, finds these uh, pedophiles that uh, go after four, you know, down to the ages of four years old, and um, and he was so passionate about it. You, you know, you could just hear it in his voice, and and he was cracking. His voice was cracking, ready to cry because of the stories he's wow. um, he has seen. He's actually seen. So um, definitely a, a man that is uh, passionate and uh, loves what he does. Loves people. Um, like I said, he's not very humble, but, uh, Hey, you know, he's earned the right at this point to say, I am Eric Estrada and, um, and he's got the credit behind him and just a really nice, genuine guy. I want to say genuine and authentic. Another person I worked with, uh, just recently was Elvira, uh, Cassandra Peterson from the Elvira show and wonderful woman, uh, gracious also. So polite, so nice. The weirdest thing was when a guy, um, you know, I'm doing their panels, and a guy asked, uh, "Hey, Elvira, I named my car after you. After you, do you mind coming out and and taking a photo with her?" And I was kind of like, "Well, I don't know. That's a little stalker, kid." Yeah, um, a little much. I don't know about that, but, uh, but you know, made did. a joke out of it, whatever. <laughs> but uh, also very passionate, very um, down to earth, authentic, and I. I found this out about both of these actors, both of these individuals, um, Eric Estrada and, and Cassandra Peterson, is they own the rights to, uh, uh, Eric Estrada owns um, rights to chips, and she owns the uh, trademark, or registered trademark, rather, for uh, Alvira. And most of the time, actors, you play a role, but um, 
you play the character, but you don't own the copyright, you don't own the trademarks, you don't own any of the intellectual property yes. uh, for those characters. So, it, as business individuals, as businessmen, and you know, as a businessman, businesswoman, I really admire them for that uh, yeah. because most most actors don't do that. And uh, now that I own intellectual property with Wiggets, I own uh, the patent and trademark. Um, you know, I, I understand. I understand more of what they're talking about, and respect them for their business savvy. I was just going to say that is yeah. that is very very amazing. Um, I wanted to yeah, ask you too about Wigats. Yeah, um, you have it for pets now, correct? I do. I have pet Wigats. Oh, that's um, yeah. I have some for cats. Uh, <laughs> can you send me you know, some they... for cats? That'd just be a, Can I what? Can you send me one of the cat ones? Because I have a cat, and it, it I don't would know. Be amazing. Slim's cat doesn't like outfits. So, he put um, a Christmas thing on the cat a couple years ago, and it ran around and just like smashed it. <laughs> it's just like broke. Well, you know, our, the thing, the thing is, uh, you, you know, it's a, it, it's a cat. It's not an elf. And, and the moment you put an elf-looking outfit on it, he's like, wait, wait, Slim might want to do something here. <laughs> Getting the wrong idea. I know the fetishes of this guy, so the cat was wondering. You know, I'm sure that the cat, cat was damn. a little cautious. Lucas, how did you know on? about my elf fetish? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Don't elf shame um, him. So yeah, uh, yeah, I've got pet wiggets. I will definitely send you a a, a cat oh, a cat awesome. wi- a pet wiggit for the cats for That'd your cat. Awesome. Um, we'll we'll show it on the show. Out. We'll do that for you. We'll promote it throughout yeah. an entire show with my cat <laughs> wearing your wiggit. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yes, and I also have one for dogs. Uh, for for oh. little chihuahuas because sometimes. Oh. And um, you know you got to so. keep those little uh, you got to keep those little chihuahuas warm because otherwise <laughs> yeah. uh, they'll freeze and um, and uh, you know not the weather to be eating them. So anyway, uh, <laughs> why are chihuahuas so angry, Lucas? I had a friend when I was little. That? Why are chihuahuas so angry? You know I have no idea. This one is my um, our little chihuahua is not angry. She's very nice and, and a little timid, but uh, most of them are angry because. Um, I think they're angry because they get picked on and stereotyped so much. <laughs> my you friend know, Donnie, think... when I was a kid, had a, a chihuahua, and it always would, like, attack my shoes oh, no. anytime I went to his house. Like, it would just bite my ankles, like, totally. <laughs> uh, you know, that's that's the closest it can reach. Good thing it can't reach anything else. Could yes. you imagine if it was a, a, a tad <sighs> taller? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, you know... <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know why they're so mad. They've they've got a they've definitely got a chip on their shoulder. Yes, yes, they do. I think it's I think it's the chalupa, you know, <laughs> that they tried selling on Taco Bell. You know, from from after that, they're like, you know, we've got this stigma now following us with Taco Bell. It's not a good thing. They hate life. They're all you know, they're all disenfranchised. <laughs> we gotta we gotta we gotta prove them wrong. Yes, we gotta show we're tougher right. than that. <laughs> Uh, we love Chihuahuas. <laughs> Lucas, is it um, is like a different design for the cats and the dogs, the winget? Yeah, wickets for the cats. Wickets for the the cats is a different, a slightly different. Yes, it is a different design. Uh, mostly for their. What I found is the cats really don't like things on their body unless yeah. they're short hair and and you know they they might need some warmth. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but they just go basically on their head, and they're more novelty and more fun than anything. Uh, my cats, some of them love them. Sometimes they hate them. You know, it just depends on their on their mood. Are they going through their period? What's going on here? <laughs> cats today? are very temperamental. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, they can very be a different little, they from can each be a little other. touchy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the ones for the Chihuahuas, they actually do serve a purpose. You can actually put their uh, their front legs through the through the weave of the wigget, the pet oh. wigget, and so it stays on them and it actually keeps them warm. So when I, I gave the dog away back to my sister just because, um, you know, I like taking animals that are already uh, that are already trained. Um, and not ones that I have to train, so don't bring me any kids because they will stay in that diaper all day long. But uh, anyway, so, um, you know, whenever I would put the little puppy out, put um, her name is uh, Harley Joe Wimbledon. Whenever mm-hmm. I'd put her outside, I, I well, whenever they put her out too, they put the little pet wigget on her so she can keep warm and, and do her business. So, yeah, they, they actually serves a purpose for, for smaller dogs, not just the novelty. Cool. I, was gonna ask I had that. a woman buy six of them. A woman wow. was like, "I've got six cats. I want." So she bought each mm. one of her cats a pet. Uh, each one of her cats a pet wigget. Cool. So, um, yeah, that was kind of interesting. I was like, "Okay, lady, thank you for the purchase." A little weird, but thank you. <laughs> whoa, whoa, I, I, I think crazy cat lady. my cat would love yeah. it because he's like an indoor outdoor cat. Like he goes outside oh, for ten yes. minutes and then comes back in. And now that it's colder, he's going outside less and less. So I think he just he needs... might rock that. Yeah, yes. he might really okay, need that. So he might do better with the uh, with the one for the, uh, the for the chihuahuas. Yeah, he, might yeah, the one with he the needs the chihuahua. He's, he's fat enough. Like he's <laughs> bigger than a chihuahua, so he should be fine. <laughs> Have orders gone up, Lucas, for the holidays, like for Christmas and Black Friday? You know, they've been steady. They've been steady across the board. Uh, so I can't say that orders have gone up for the holidays, which um, is kind of interesting. I thought they would, but it's steady across the board. What I have a lot of are, are um, uh, uh, custom orders for furry wiggets because they also come with ears. I, I design them with ears and tails. I and saw stuff one with and, like a unicorn uh, horn, right? Yeah, one of I've got, I've gotten orders for for a unicorn that is now named the. Uh, it's named the. Uh, the WeHo unicorn, the West Holly, the West Hollywood unicorn, because uh, the first original one actually looked like a penis, and um, and it was being sent out to uh, to a producer out in LA, and they're like, oh my God, she will love this, she's gonna absolutely love it. Turns out she did, she loved it, and she was living in we, she lives in uh, West Hollywood, so it worked out perfectly. But uh, I've gotten a, a, quite a few orders from upstate New York actually for for the furry wiggets, so that's pretty interesting. Yes. So. Uh, yeah, they you know they 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 like their their furries up in upstate New York, I guess. Who doesn't love a furry though? <laughs> Slim. Uh, <laughs> out of curiosity, of hey, I'm speechless, right? Yeah, What's I, going I mean, on, Slim? You're speechless for the first time. Yeah, I mean, I've I've watched some like uh, furry porn out of curiosity, but it's just not my thing. I don't know the giant You're rabbit. Out of curiosity, <laughs> just, right? Like, well, because Lucas, I get, ammo. you know, I get I get bored watching the same thing yeah, over and over again, gotta so I got to switch it up. So I'm like, all right, let me watch this guy dressed up as a rabbit fucking this chick dressed up as sure. a fox. <laughs> it's not for, appealing. Uh, you've got a fur... Okay, and don't even talk uh, talk to us about the midgets, huh? The furry, the furry uh, midget porn Ooh, that you've been into. I... I'm going to check that out, though. That's, That's very interesting. That's very, you just turned me on to a new uh, hobby. <laughs> yeah, it's a new hobby. That's what we're calling it these days. Right, hobby. That's what porn is. It's a hobby. It's, an, it's right. a hobby that pays for itself. <laughs> a hobby that keeps on coming. 
correct. <laughs> That's a good slogan for yeah. the uh, porn company. For the, We're, the, the three of right. us are going to start up. Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> Lucas, have you been doing a lot of stand-up? Uh, you know what I've been doing is a lot of weekend gigs. So, um, like I said, I was just in Santa Fe Comic Con and uh, a lot of film festivals. So I host and moderate and just, you know, be the little celebrity type walking and running around and skipping around in heels all weekend long. Um, <laughs> and, you know, and I perform every, I perform usually, um, on you know, one, once or twice during the weekend. And, and so, yeah, I've been doing a lot of gigs, but mostly weekend gigs. I was at the... Truth or Consequences Film Festival uh, at the uh, New Mexico Film and uh, Film and Media Expo. I did that for a weekend, and uh, and then I will be uh, yes, I've been busy with that. I've been really busy with that. Uh, Bruce Logan, I hung out with him. He's a good friend of mine. He was the uh, director of Tron, and um, uh, also worked on 2001: Space Odyssey. Uh, so got to reconnect with him, hang out with him for a bit, uh, you know, and, and my mom got to hang out with me at Truth or Consequences. That was great. Um, and I will be at the Santa Fe Film Festival, actually, February 13th through the 18th. Um, and I believe we'll have Anne Hache there. I've worked with her before at, at some gigs, at some comedy gigs before. Uh, she was the ex-girlfriend or is the ex-girlfriend to Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, I believe she was like in seven nights or some or seven days or something, and um, also I believe Lou Diamond Phillips will be there. He will oh. also be at the Albuquerque Comic Con, which is January 18th through the 20th. He'll be there, and he's a longtime friend of mine. We we've hung out before, and, and I've worked with him at at several con uh, comic cons and uh, film festivals before in the past. So uh, Joey F- uh, Fontaine will be there. Um, I, so you know we've got some uh, some great talent. Another one that will be is uh, Kevin uh, Gervaux. He was the uh, uh, the uh, gosh um, the he the werewolf in Underworld. Oh. He's the werewolf in Underworld, and Sierra Hannah, very good friend of mine. She's the uh, Power Ranger, the Yellow Power Ranger. Awesome. And uh, Slims all down yeah, I'm a big fan now. of the Rangers. <laughs> it's yeah. Morphin time. Yeah. He's got a white Ranger was, suit. I don't know if you've seen it, but it really shows it's off revealing. my penis. <laughs> he got kicked that? out of a convention. I got thrown out of an anime con <laughs> because cause my white Ranger costume was showing a little too much. <laughs> oh, Seriously, wow. You were at the wrong Comic-Con. Right, yeah. That's... You gotta go to Albuquerque. I, I, I gotta go to Albuquerque. I would too. <laughs> but for other reasons. <laughs> the guy was like, there's kids here, you gotta, you gotta go. You gotta he go. did, he, pulled, he pulled He pulled me aside and he's like, put like a tissue in there or something, there's kids here. I'm like, what? <laughs> Word for word, that's what he said. He said, "Put a tissue in it." There's kids here. You stop it with a sock! Come on, man. We know you do that every other day. <laughs> the well, sock, yeah. The sock yeah. can can control several it. several socks. <laughs> right, several socks. Yeah, in your case, you might need several. He's a five soccer. Lucas. Six soccer. <laughs> well, at least he's not a five fister. <laughs> Who said he isn't? <laughs> yeah, right. 
Oh, shit. Lucas, I can't believe it, but we have to wrap this up. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's uh, Like I said, it's always great talking to you. It yeah, always flies. Hey, time flies with us. You know, time flies just like uh, with the first time we had our chat, the first chat or podcast we were, uh, I was a guest on. Um, and then here we are several years later. How long have you guys been going? How long have you been on how long have you been doing this? This is five. our fifth year. This is our yeah. fifth year. Technically six, right? Yeah, yes. We but yeah, like we did a year before this show. Um, yep. show with another uh, another show. You have tolerated us for five years, Lucas. Five years. I oh feel like God. you get a what, prize. What did, Lucas, what did you think after the first uh, interview? <laughs> After the well, the first interview. In order to conduct that interview with you, I had to be. Uh, I had to drink. You know. <laughs> oh, okay. That's and, uh, <laughs> what we do every time. Right, right. No, it was great. You know, I love the energy. You guys have so much energy, and uh, the good thing is we can talk about anything on your show. Uh, I, I, you know, I've talked about things that were that have been intimate in my life that uh, that I am passionate about. Uh, things that were. Uh, I've talked about the honest truth with you guys. I've never, you know, on your show, I've never uh, felt the need to hold back, oh. and I think that's part of the great, the the greatness of uh, of of you guys. You know, that, uh, that we can talk about serious things and we can also make fun of it. And at the end of the show, we're still going to be laughing. Um, there's never any hard feelings, and. Uh, you know, so you guys are great guys, and um, and kudos to you for for doing this for so long. Because really, what you know, even though it's all for shits and giggles, you know, we're mm. we're here laughing. Um, but the truth is that uh, you know, sometimes somebody just might need to hear that laugh on the other mm. line. Somebody might might just need they they might need to to have that moment of laughter, and it might be at the raunchiest thing, the worst thing. You know, it could be at something that is. But that's real life. You know. Uh, Life is all about life and death, and if you don't have both, uh, you know, and to be able to laugh at it and, and everything in between, so you guys have allowed that. And as a comic, but also as somebody that's oh, passionate yeah. for different things like suicide awareness and, yes. and, um, and suicide prevention, you guys have allowed, uh, allowed that platform to just laugh and, and, and go out there and be funny and, um, and make fun of stuff, even, even when it's heartbreaking. Um, you know, I love, that's one of the reasons why I love Joan Rivers. She was able to make fun of 9-11. 9-11 was not a funny situation, but she was able to make fun of it in a way that, uh, that brought laughter to people. Even when, even when they were at their worst, they, they felt it. And so that's what we do as comics. Um, that's why I love performing stand-up comedy. Now it's got a message, you know, and, and you never know who's out there, uh, listening. And if you can take them out of their world, which... Their, their world might suck. I know my world has sucked before. Yes. There are times in my life where it sucks. Yes. You know, it's horrible sometimes, and then sometimes it's just great. But when you can get on there and you can touch an emotion uh, of laughter, and uh, that's an emotion that is rarely touched, and sometimes it is by being uh, the worst and the raunchiest stuff. But, hey, you made somebody laugh, and they may yeah. have needed that laugh. So. Yeah. That's awesome, Luke. Thank that, you. that gave me goosebumps. Thank you. I, I just love it. Yeah, even, yeah. Uh, like you said, from the first time we talked to you, you shared one of the darkest, lowest points in your life, but yep. made it funny and made it made it something like anyone can relate to. I love that about you, and I, I just, yeah, I think that's amazing. Thank you, guys, because, you know, uh, if we didn't have people like you that allowed us to share our story, 
and to do it in a way that, uh, you know, that allows us this platform um, to do it and still be funny, you know, and still be funny because that's the whole thing is you got to be funny. And then, and, and through the tragedy comes the comedy and, um, and that's the best thing I, I, after shows, it happens at least every, at least one time after every show, I at least get somebody that said, you know, your, your message of suicide, um, even though, uh, I made it very funny, it, it goes in there, it's funny or, you know, being abused or whatever. But, um, yeah. if you can talk about that and, and, and make it funny, then you can reach somebody's heart. You know, it's not, it's not going to church necessarily. If church is your salvation, great. But what about the people that are sitting at the bar that are lonely and, uh, and might want to go upstairs and commit suicide? I know because I was there. And if you can make that person laugh and you can touch them and show, you know, tomorrow's a better day. So, um, yeah, that's, that's what I feel, you know, um, my place in life is. Wiggets is, is amazing, and I hope that, that helps people also, especially the ones that might be losing hair because it's yeah. not just a fashion product. It's got, uh, uh, you know, uh, a utilitarian, uh, it's got utilitarian values behind it for, for individuals losing hair as well, but, and I'm passionate about that, but I'm more passionate about um, stand-up comedy and suicide awareness because uh, at some point we might all be there. Yes. So, I, yeah. Thank Keep on you, laughing, Lucas. guys. What you do. One, one, one more thing, because um, I actually had just looked on our uh, Facebook, and my neighbor is listening right now, and she has a, a, a cute little tiny uh, dog. I don't even know what it is. I it's met that dog a, earlier. It's adorable. Yes! But if you could send Pikachu. us a dog wiggit for her Pikachu, that, that would be great, too. Her Pikachu. Yeah. All right, well, send Send me the link to that photo so I can take a look at, at her Pikachu. That okay, great. yeah, I'll send you. It's a little white dog. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, okay, that'd be perfect. Yeah, send me that. Uh, tag me in it or something. I'll and, get you a picture of the, of the Pikachu, great. yeah. Yeah. Lucas, thank guys, you so much. it's always great talking to you. I know we've got to end the show, but um, I love my time with you, and thank you guys so much for uh, <clears throat> for what you do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For, that was amazing. Lucas. Yes, always coming back and always always being a great mm-hmm. interview. Love you guys. Love you. We, Lucas. You got to come That's hang out with us sometime. You you have to come That's hang out with us sometime, Lucas. I was trying to get him to come and stay in Slambo's room. <laughs> yeah, you know, um I, I I may have some Southwest points to burn up uh, and let me take a look at what uh, at what I've got going on with that and and uh, I tell you right now sometimes it's cheaper to live in an airplane to live in in, in the oh. airport than We're, it is to actually pay rent anywhere with anywhere. all the Southwest points hey. I have so um <laughs> We can possibly make that happen. And we're very close to Atlantic City, so book yourself some gigs in Atlantic City and then come hang out with us for a night. (laughs) Perfect. We'll have a great time. Now bend over, folks. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Later, Lucas. Lucas, where can everybody find you? Oh, where can everybody find you? Yes. Uh, LucasCorvada.com. They can also find me on Facebook. I will be at uh, the Santa Fe Playhouse for HRC December 9th. I'll be at the Albuquerque Comic Con January 18th through the 20th and at the Santa Fe Film Festival February 13th through the 18th. And um, and those are the big ones for, for right now and then, you know, little stuff in between. But uh, those are uh, those are my weekend gigs. So, um, so uh, yeah, I'll come out and support all of your listeners. Find me on Facebook, Twitter, all that jazz. And Slim's Bed, later to the Southwest. Yes, sir.
Airlines. <laughs> yeah, we're on Southwest Airlines, right. <laughs> Thank you, Lucas. Love you, brother. Love you guys. Happy holidays. You too. Take care, Lucas. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Cool. Dude, yeah, seriously. That was like awesome. Five years, always, always a great, always a great interview. Yep. Yeah, um, he's, he's the best. Yes. So great. That really did. It, everything he said just gave me goosebumps. It almost oh, br- it like brought a tear. And like not being him. silly, just like, but all his like compliments to us like brought a tear to my just, eyes. No, like, like even the, the first time we talked to him, um, he was almost like contemplating. He was contemplating suicide. I think he was in a casino oh, wow. bar and like he was, and I forget, I forget. Like I had him retell it when Dina was in from Twisted Philly, like. Just that story where he was, like, really there just to, like, end it all. And, like, somebody sat down and just shared a drink with him or something. And, yeah, it just changed his fucking life. Like, he's an amazing person, amazing talent, really funny. And, yeah, Nikki, Nightshade, your neighbor, right? Pikachu. Yes. (laughs) Nightshade. What? What? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Isn't that her name? Nikki? No, the yeah, yeah the cat is a uh, Pikachu. Uh, the dog. dog. The dog is Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> Cute little dog. Not for Drizzo. Not for Driz. Keep the Driz away yeah. from me. Oh, no. No. Yo, I hope that dog likes crunchy because I bought a lot of crunchy peanut butter, but Go. my dog only likes Go away. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week. Right is crappy weekend hope your house burns down this has been a fat moles radio production to hear more shows like this go to soundcloud.com slash fat moles radio hush your face is coming straight to your ears a podcast network that's changing gears bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat a family of pods that are bringing the heat there ain't no stopping us keep coming back to us sick ass pods that'll make you hush www.hushyourface www.hushyourface www.hushyourface.com